Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the State of the Heart podcast with me, Damo, and my good buddy, Water. Water Gage. How are Yo. you? Yo, it is going. <laughs> it's going well. Let's do it. Um, today, we were going to talk about, for my big old board of topics, um, the subject of like remakes in the Kingdom Hearts series. Um, and it sort of was like probably reached a fever pitch towards the big anniversary event for Kingdom Hearts this year, the 20th anniversary. People were theorizing that maybe Kingdom Hearts 1 was going to be, you know, announced for a remake. Uh, yeah. Um, which is why I sort of started thinking about this topic. I mean, you know, a while ago now. But uh, obviously, that never came to fruition. But, you know, I'm sure once the 25th anniversary starts, you know, poking its head around, which won't be too far away. <laughs> Time keeps marching on. Um, I'm yeah. sure people will start, you know, broaching that topic again. Um, and, yeah, I just sort of want to give my take on it and sort of get Water's opinion as well and see if we agree or disagree um i'm firmly in the i don't really think any kingdom hearts game needs exclamation mark you know full caps needs <laughs> to be remade um but i don't know man what are, your, what are your general thoughts before we dive into it uh okay yeah i i think i also agree but at the same time my first experiences with right so rechain of memories i played before i played chain of memories and then Recoded is the only one I've played. I haven't played Coded. So technically those are remakes. Right. But I played them first. So I don't know. That's hard to kind of give my take on those games. But like they feel good. They feel better. Like they don't feel like a rehash. Like right there. I feel like they're completely different games. But yeah, it's yeah, funny. I I, I'm in a similar boat where obviously I've never played the original Coded. Um I think I'd, I'd like to one day just to give it a try, but I have only played RE coded. So I am coming yeah. in it from maybe a selfish, selfish perspective going like, oh yeah, I've already got the remake that I want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And in that yeah. boat includes RE chain of memory. So I'm like, well, I'm good now. Now this, now we don't well, need any more yeah. remakes. But Well, if you compare coded to re oh, okay. I, I don't really know much about coded, but I think it's like a Japanese phone game. And then you have chain of memories and rechain of memories. Like mm-hmm. those are vastly different platforms and like I don't know, like graphically too, they're way different. I, I don't know. Like the whole Last of Us part one being remade on PS5, it's like that feels like a waste. But with like <laughs> rechain of memories and chain of memories, like that's a little bit more bearable, I guess, or like you know, understandable. What do, you, what do you think? I think, yeah. So, obviously, if we count the ones we've had so far, like true remakes, we've had Chain of Memories to RE Chain of Memories. We've had Coded to RE Coded, the actual DS game. And then I suppose you could count as well Days and s- RE Coded being quote-unquote remade, not as games, but as, you know, these cinematic movies. So, in a way, they have also been remade as well. Well, um, even then, you have Cage 1 and Cage 1 Final Mix. So, I would... Yeah, I would count that more as like a director's cut version. And then uh, then if you count the 1.5 HD version, that's more of a remaster, well, think... not a true remake. Um, well, for the 1.5 and 2.5 remix, I'm pretty sure, I, and I, I can't be quoted on this, but the line I'm was pretty they sure they remade the assets, the... right? And they had to remake it. From, yeah, they had yeah. to remake it. So I guess in that sense, that is it's, a like, <laughs> it's, still, it's still fundamentally the same game though, right? Like nothing yeah. has rapidly changed. There's no major change okay, well, in okay. assets. That actually... That is what Naughty Dog did, right? Like PS4 to PS5, mm. Last of Us. Basically, we've been getting PS2 to PS3, Cage 1 and Cage 2, along with a couple of... Oh, no, actually, it might just be Cage 1, Cage 2. And then when the PS3 or PS4 came out, we got another one, didn't we? Or was that 2.8? 
I mean, in that sense, or yeah, even we, we got have the, the 3DS bundle. version like, of it, um, they, they have constantly re, re, I guess re-release and remakes are different, though. Yeah, I, I count a remaster and a re-release very differently to a remake, which I think a lot of people are clamoring for a straight-up remake of, like, for yeah. a least a time there, yeah. a remake of Kingdom Hearts 1. Make Kingdom Hearts 1 again, similar to how you the did only reason, Final Fantasy 7 to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. I don't think they'd want that, though. I don't think they'd want that because I don't think remake so isn't. I think a huge seven part remake of is way the different love than of the Kingdom original Hearts one comes from the nostalgia you have for it, and I don't necessarily know a that it's even old enough to deserve a remake, but that's very subjective. But um, <laughs> yeah, that you, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Kingdom Hearts one has been remade several times if you want to count it that way. Like we got Chain of Memories and then RE Chain of Memories, which is all the Kingdom Hearts worlds again that you've already played through. Yep. In a different format. We got then <laughs> Coded did the same thing. Then Ari Coded did the same yep. thing. If you want to play <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Worlds again on a, in a new way, you have the remakes of those already. You can do it right now if you want to. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to do it in Unreal, well, there are modders working tirelessly to make that happen for you right here and now. <laughs> I don't necessarily know that we need, um, you know, actual yeah. development time from Square Enix itself. Yeah, because if people are going to do it for free anyway, like, why would you pay? Like, I'm sure Square Enix has seen all these modders remaking, like, Cage 2 or Cage 1 scenes in Unreal. And they're like, well, I mean, they already have part of it done. There's no need to, you know, pay 120000 to this developer and have them make a, a new game when we can get it for free. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. Do you, do you think if they look at that and they see, oh, there is a demand for it, there's fans doing it and they're getting a great response. Okay, clearly that means there's a demonstrable demand for it. We should do this because it's an easy cash in. Like we don't have to necessarily uh, I don't create think Pokemon levels. We have to reimagine it. <laughs> right, because Pokemon, don't they shut down projects, fan projects pretty quickly? Uh, there was a time where that they were pretty litigious about stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I see less of the grand sweeping takedowns that I used to, but I also haven't really been paying right. attention. I feel like it's a little bit different with that too, though, because Pokemon, okay, and this might come off a little bit <laughs> rude, uh, but Pokemon essentially is like the same game with different textures. It's like a COD. Like it's just, you know, new year, new Pokemon, new COD, right? Like it's the same mechanics. It's just different textures and stuff largely yeah i mean there are various updates and what have you but largely it's the same skeletal right. structure to a pokemon game even if they try and say it's you know oh it's a little bit different this time well, well i think they have like what they have dynamax or or the summit can what it's called reads. yeah you're yeah. right so there is like that you know and like with cod there's like you can jump now or you can jump super high or <laughs> now you can't uh and then i think with kingdom hearts it's you know the mainline titles are a bit more similar but i feel like there's still largely different especially the the spin-off ones like you know the plan anyways getting a little bit off topic but you say like there's room for experimentation in the quote-unquote spin-offs yeah like the, the handheld games and that right like you feel like the they're the main number yeah. titles have to be more streamlined in their experience and more quite let's say traditional to the original i, was gonna, you know, I think it's yeah their mainline titles are going to be the ones that people see the most i think and so you, you're going to make it as open and friendly as possible for for newcomers that's okay. why i think kingdom march 3 was so as a lot of people you know they'll say it's too easy or it's too linear and it's like i don't know it looks great plays great it's fun 
it's you know easy to pick up easy to put down like it it's you know it's a pretty standard uh open everybody game and kind of game flow so like they did their job i think whereas you know with beep it well birth by sleep it's like you know it's just a grind fest like you're just you know you need to grind this much and then you got to meld all these different things together and experiment and you know grind some more level up some more make more commands like it's it's a whole different it's a much more experimental genre, system almost. for sure like it's yeah, it, yeah like i feel like the intended play order is kind of a clue to that like with Terra, if you play him first which you know if you read developer interviews that's recommended but if you don't you just walk in you know fresh picking up the game for the first time Terra is the Ventus. first one on the list <laughs> um, oh yeah yeah Terra yeah. ven and then aqua and Terra does play if you want to play him like a more traditional kingdom hearts character where you more or less hit the x button do your big damage right. And then, you know, do a little bit of dodging, do a little bit of curing. Like if you only use cures and a couple commands here and there, because you don't really experiment with the system too much, you'll still get by. And then, okay, a bit more comfortable with the system now. Now we're playing as Ventus, who has, you know, far less damage on his on his attacks. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> okay, maybe I'll try out the command system a little bit this time. I've played one playthrough as Terra already. You know, okay, I can get through this time with getting a little bit into it. And then by the time you get to Aqua you are doing zero damage off your regular attacks, especially if you start in critical. <laughs> like, you kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, not have to, obviously. You can get it by without if you choose to. But right, right. you are really handicapping yourself if you don't develop, you know, some magic commands as soon as possible, which hopefully by your third playthrough of the game, um, right, yeah. you do have some familiarity with and you can go, oh, okay, well, I know if I, at the very least, I can mix a couple of fires together, make a fire like a pretty quickly. And then yeah. well, maybe I go, oh, what's this? I can make, mix it with a roger and get... Fission fire argo, whatever you know, whatever, 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 and you're not so afraid to, <laughs> right. to test the system out. You've I'm played pretty the sure I started as Aqua. Yeah, I mean that's I've seen streamers that are like, oh, I want to play as the girl first of all, which totally fair enough if it's your first experience playing as a girl in the Kingdom Hearts series. Oh, I want to give that a try. Yeah, and then oh god, what's happening? I'm doing zero damage. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Chat's no screaming damage, at me yeah. to mix commands. I don't know what that means. I'm getting you know this 100 people screaming at me. <laughs> I don't why what I have to. I don't want to block. What's this command? You know. It yeah, can be yeah. overwhelming, and I've, I guess, as a ridiculous Kingdom Hearts fan that tries to absorb every bit of information beforehand, and I guess was maybe ready for the <laughs> command board before I got in. Sorry, right. the the command deck before I got into it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, or at least was aware of it, and you know, had the internet and could just Google a guide and be like, "All right, if I mix this and this, what do I get?" So I sort of eliminated the risk of losing my biggest commands and oh i can get yeah second chance and once more if i just put this and this together okay sweet now i'm in a much more advantageous position than someone who's going in blind um yeah i don't think i got those until i beat the game with everybody or maybe i i think at that last boss i i think i ended up looking up how to get it because i was like there's no way this game doesn't have second chance (laughs) (laughs) no i think i mean yeah i think i was the same way like i know playing through his terror at least i remember I think finals I not kick my ass a few times because I didn't have a second chance. Yeah. And this meteor would drop on me <laughs> and I just get a play yeah, yeah. Like, um, But uh, yeah, now circling back a little bit, or I mean to our main topic, um, when Cage 3 first released, right? And you drop down as Cage 1 Sora mm-hmm. and you're him for like 10 seconds and then mm-hmm. you switch to Cage 2 Sora. <laughs> my first thought was, all right, there's no way they're going to just make this asset and then not use it. So I really thought they were going to have a cage one remake coming out on unreal did you think similarly or no i sort of like just like why put in the effort like that that seems like a lot of effort to model this person that's going to be in the game for 
you know, such a, like, not even a percent. I mean, like, 0.01% of the game. <laughs> Comparatively, though, is it, like, is it, is it, if you've already built this entire engine and you've got the model already and, sorry, for... But you don't have the model, Let's say you, you start with... You have to remake all the models. Too, Sora. Like, okay. is it, in the grand scheme of things, like, and, you know, you're already creating assets for, you know, Kari and Roxas and Shion and is it that much effort to create one more? Like, especially once you're already, I don't know, assuming you don't start I guess, with Cage once. Yeah. Right? Game development is very much different than, you know, traditional design. So, like, I could see them, you know, just making it on a whim to be like, all right, well, let's just get all the three main actors in and then go from there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But definitely my first thought was, all right, a remake's coming. They have the asset. They're going to use it. And then they didn't. <laughs> Are they? I mean, they they still might, but I don't think so. Yeah. What are, are, do you think they'll end up remake? Because Unreal, honestly, is a really beautiful engine, mm-hmm. and I think it could. You know, we've already seen people already remaking scenes, as we said before, in Unreal. But do you think they'll the developers at Square will take up one and two? I. Again, so from personal perspective, I hope not only because I feel like there's only so much mental bandwidth that the Kingdom Hearts team has, you know, I'm, I'm sure right. Nomura as well as, you know, everyone else in that, in that company <laughs> is pulled in a trillion different directions at once, um, you know, with various Final Fantasy projects as well as every other, you know, yeah. it seems like well, a never ending like cavalcade of yeah. new, new franchises that are announced. Like even the Nintendo Direct recently is like, how many Square Enix games? There's like three of them that are farming simulators. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so the, the point is like, even if it's, oh, just a remake, we'll farm it out to another studio. Mm-hmm. I still feel like that's going to take away, it has to, right? Some time from the, the continuation yeah, of, the, to, of the series. Yeah. And, well, because you'll have to either provide documentation or provide feedback or, you know, in Nomura's case, like he'll have to be overseeing the project, make sure it's on track, make sure, you know, everybody's doing the things they're supposed to do. And then even like things as like small as, you know, maybe the developers want to put in a different cutscene or a different asset or, you know, change things like Nomura has to okay all of that. Like there's a process that goes into all of that. And I just feel like, you know, that's so much time that you're taking away from new stuff, right? And my, I guess my take on it is you're not going to please the people that want it in the first place. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't think of anything offhand that somebody's asked for, for like a, like a remake and then they get it. And then they're like, well, I wish it was, you know, had the, Oh no, the, the Mario and Luigi, I think like superstar saga or something like that. There was like a remake of that. And a lot of people were upset because they changed how it looked or like changed some of the mechanics. And it's like, Yeah it's a remake <laughs> like i don't know like when when she wants something a little bit different to experience as opposed to just you know just like a facelift or or like the same gameplay i guess from my perspective right you'd want something new you'd want something different like for instance the final fantasy 7 remake like to me as i guess as someone who hasn't played the original that was really cool experiencing it and like right knowing that it's different than the original makes me want to go back and play the original. It's like, agree. Yeah. That'll be a different experience for me. But it's like, you know, if I'm playing that one and I'm like, oh, okay, it's just an upgraded version of the old one. I'm not going to go play the old one now. Like, Cause like, there's no reason to play the old one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, I feel quite selfishly very similarly like, oh, I've never played the original seven or like, you know, I was a kid watching my cousin play it, you know, a million years mm-hmm. ago. But um, having never experienced it, having this the remake be a really cool entry point into the series, knowing that, spoilers, it does change things from the original. I 100% agree with you. Like, it makes me want to go back and play the original and be like, oh, yeah, sick. Like, that was its yeah. own thing. And now we're, whether it's a divergent timeline or whatever it is, um, it, it's almost like a, it, I guess it remains to be seen, but maybe it's more of a sequel than a true remake if you want to go down okay. that route. I don't know. That's the kind of impression that I got from it. Again, being someone that knows very little about the actual FF7 yeah i know nothing like honestly it could even be like it's the same game they just added that like last bit but it's still the same game i was like okay that's right i don't know at least they added something like like right that remake makes a lot more sense because it's such a radically different experience right it's not turn-based it's real time graphics are wholly different different platform like it's just like i feel like that's you know if you wanted to remake something that would be how you do it Yes, it is taking away resources from making the next Final Fantasy 16. But I think they did really well because I feel like that was something a lot of people were pushing for. I think at that point, Square Enix was like, all right, we're going to do this. You don't have a choice. And then at least the developers got the creative freedom to like do what they wanted to do. It felt like at least. It's funny because I do feel like selfish saying that in the sense that I, I really don't want Kingdom Hearts 1 to be remade. And I'm... I've I've seen it. I've seen a visceral reaction from FF7 fans that just wanted their remake. They just wanted, just give me the yeah. remake in updated graphics, and li- just don't touch it. Leave it alone, please. Leave it. Let it be, and just hand it to us as it is. And then here it comes. I mean, there's that r- kind of ridiculous excuse of like, oh, here's Namora coming to ruin it, and with Kingdom Hearts <laughs> bullshit, yada yada right. yada. But like, <laughs> here's me coming along, going, well, I think that's that's really cool, only because I think it's it doesn't necessarily destroy the original. Like it continues the story. Well, it almost seems to ignore the original story. Nothing ever destroys happened. the original, right? It, but it, if you're trying like, to say that this is overriding, like we are now changing the canon and, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the series, the canon's probably important to you. Sorry, I'm getting a Yeah, call. but... Oh, yeah. No, um, no, no, it's okay. Um, and if this well, remake comes along, yeah. it supposes, okay, now, now we're actually the true origin story of all this. Um, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you can just ignore that and go play the original if you want to. But <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's you, literally is what I'm saying. Knows it exists and goes. Well, I guess, yeah. It I guess. Sucks. As my as my old wise self is coming to learn, <laughs> no, nah, not really. But like, I, I think it is is more of like you know, if you don't enjoy where the direction is going, you don't have to go for the ride. Like, I guess that's my take. Which you know might be a little harsh, but. I don't know. You can just tune it out or like go offline or just, you know, go back to your old, not old game, right? It's kind of old at this point, but like you can experience it again. It's just, I don't know. Like, why why would you want to stop innovation? That's my whole thing. It's like if you're rehashing the same things and I, I know humans love to do that. Like we, we don't like change. We like things being constant. That's why nostalgia is such like a, like a, you know, actually, nostalgia was classified as a disease back in <laughs> is the early 1900s or 1800s, maybe earlier than that. But it literally was a disease. Like, they were like, yeah, this is bad. This is bad for you. And now we're, like, glorifying it, which, you know, I don't think it was a disease, but I think it is over-glorified at this point. Like, you know, 
I don't know. Like, I think you should focus on innovation, focus on making something better. And so if, if a remake is what that is, then sure. Like make the game better, make it different, but you know, like learn from what you made previously. <laughs> if it's just the same thing, like, I don't know. Like, isn't that, what's the point? Yeah. I, I, I that, that a waste of time. Like, I guess for me, like that just seems like a waste of time. I don't know that people are going to be so upset. So I apologize in advance, but that's just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, I think you just like, I constantly be moving forward. For that, I, I just, it doesn't make oh, yeah. any sense to oh, me no, personally. Totally. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, if you're going to, if you want to just make money, you want to bank on a recognizable IP, you know, people are going to go spend their money on, whether it's a movie or a game, what have you. Like, if it's just as cynical as that, okay, I suppose, yes, you want to make your paycheck, fine. But like, Good look. I, I have not watched a single one of those Disney live action movies because I mean, not that I was a big fan <laughs> of the originals or anything like that, but what? What? As he says, as, nah, the, as, as the guy that plays Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I said last time I only watched, you know, Sleeping Beauty for the first time because I yeah. wanted to research it for Kingdom Hearts lore. Like, I mean, I, I, I guess yeah. I personally didn't grow up on them, but if I. I only grew up on a couple of them. Yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, but if I, if I did, then if I wanted that nostalgia kick, couldn't I just put the original movie back on like exactly I, I really don't understand trying I'm, to yeah tell i'm it trying to think of something that i would action. enjoy <laughs> right like what would be something i would enjoy being remade and i really can't lunch, lunch? yeah like the food remade lunch actually no i i <laughs> i eat pretty much the same lunch every day so there you go so there you go you enjoy the lunch hd 1.5 remakes, i like consistency that's different than nostalgia <laughs> yeah but you're nostalgic uh, no I, I don't know yeah i <laughs> i'm trying to think of the same thing and again i we're clearly not the people that these remakes are aiming for like the the last of us one and i guess you said horizon being remade is the biggest joke to me of all time oh, was horizon like, being remade didn't you, you said that to me did I say that to you? You did. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I th- actually, no, I think you're right. I think Whale mentioned that to me that they were making it. I was like, really? Hilarious. That- like, for what reason? They run, they are perfectly yeah. serviceable games. The Last of Us only just received a remaster from the PS3, which was already probably right? one of the best looking <laughs> games of this generation. Yeah. Receives a full graphical upgrade. And now it's like, oh no, we're going to spend all this time and money remaking it again for the PS5. And it's like, or. But okay. At that point, right. For isn't what? that just a re-release? <laughs> No, or is it actually it's a not remaster? a remaster they're saying the way they were describing it, and again i i sort of read the articles and what well, half read maybe even <laughs> i read the, the titles headline. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and sort of scoffed superiorly to myself having not even bothered to read the article <laughs> and off i did well, off I went with my day but yeah the yeah. way i was reading it the way it was being described is if it was a full not a remaster but a full like remake changing the engine actually changing i think a you're right things, updating a lot of well, characters. they're assets. using yeah, I think they're like using the engine of the second one. Yeah, it's a yeah. redo number one. And it's like, boy, I I like The Last of Us. Like, I, I platinumed it. I played it on PS3 and then platinumed it on PS4. Damn. I am, you know, I feel like I'm a fan of that game. And then hearing it coming out again, I'm like, oh, just enough. <laughs> Can you let... Maybe it's because you platinumed it. <laughs> no, but like, let me be nostalgic Not for yet. it. Like, I, you got me twice, right? I've got the PS3 and PS4 right. versions. It's not... Even that old. Like, what is it? How old is that game? <laughs> I was playing, uh, I think, before I... Maybe I just left high. I don't know. So, maybe... Eight years, maybe? I'm going to say closer to a decade, but I don't I don't even know for sure. And it's come yeah. out 
like twice and now three times in that amount of well, time. I mean, Skyrim is, I mean, that's kind of more of a re-release though, but they've been releasing out in like everything or they were for a time. Sure, but I don't know how much money they're wasting on like, okay, we're really going to change it up this time, you guys. Like, we're going right. to go back yeah. in the engine no, and start digging fair. around. Like a re-release on a different system is, I mean, it's basically a port at that point, right? Like you've already done the yeah. work. Yeah. You just, again, to hilariously oversimplify, you just- Press yeah. the export to different <laughs> It is very button. much a simplification. <laughs> and then off you go. But like, you can expose yourself to an entirely new audience that can't already play the game. Like, okay, if... Let's just for sake of argument. Okay, yes, yeah, so let's stick with Skyrim. Skyrim comes out on the Switch, a platform that couldn't support it before. Now it comes out on there and it gets what? It gets the... Like, the Master Sword and some Zelda-related items, what have you. Okay, it's not... Oh, cool. Tiny extra little assets. Didn't... I'm sure didn't cost the world to make a port yeah they probably had to like tone down the graphical fidelity slightly maybe tweak the engine make it run better again this is me as an extreme layman talking here (laughs) but for a relatively small amount of work compared to creating an entirely new game you've exposed yourself to a huge new installed platform i feel like that makes sense well everyone can play the last of us on the ps4 on their ps5 (laughs) right now every single person right there is yeah no one going like oh shit if only it looks better why doesn't my last of us look better than it does already or play slightly different i don't know it, right i'm sure I guess there are at some that people. point like it, if you're okay if you're saying right like skyrim was ported over and they you know they made some new assets and they they configured some things i could i could see right because with cod right every time they make a new game it's like a new engine quote unquote right like you've heard that okay yeah. but it's more of an iteration of the engine so it's not like old code can't run on the new code you just have to tweak it a bit is my understanding so i'm almost wondering if it's the same thing with the last of us right they update their engine they add all this new functionality but in the end it kind of you know it uses the same code base so moving all the assets of the old one and just putting it on ps5 might not take as long or as many hours as it like you know would like creating it from scratch sure 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 sure. but then again i don't know i don't know their whole process i could definitely see them you know (laughs) remaking everything and going through all the effort of making it in their new engine just to kind of make more money but i don't know i didn't think about it like that before and again like just to to reiterate like clearly i'm not the guy like i barely have time for video games anymore period let alone like (laughs) <laughs> how sad is that man i'm in the same boat it makes me sad <laughs> um like so i don't know i just feel like if you're gonna do a remake at least and this is not a brave new opinion or anything but like can you just give it time for people to be nostalgic for it before you immediately try and now triple dip on a game that's not even a decade you know what it is i think it's more the fact that the last of us two bombed i think they were just so like you know they were trying to make their money back with the effort they spent right i loved the last of us too but i heard so many people hate it because of the first couple scenes and it's like you know i could definitely see you know re-releasing your beloved game on ps5 as like a a redeeming factor right like they're like oh wait guys wait we're releasing the original one come back please give us another chance like at, like at least that'll give them some money to to put towards the next game or something as far as i know it's sold quite well yeah i mean just from a quick google like the last of us 2 sales top 10 million copies 
had the biggest one of the biggest PlayStation exclusive launches of all time. Um, oh damn! Okay. Like I think it's done quite well, despite what. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a vocal minority that adamantly opposes that game. Um, but I guess yeah. For, to your point, I wonder if like you've designed this new engine, and yeah, like you said, maybe it's not the most complicated thing in the world. Because yeah, I'm assuming. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but did the engine evolve from the Last of Us 1 engine? In which case, like, okay, it's not crazy hard to then work it backwards and be like, all right, we'll put a few new tweaks into essentially the old system to bring it up to speed. And for, again, relatively cheaply, we can put it on a new system and we catch anyone that didn't play it on the PS4, maybe, maybe jump ship over from the Xbox last generation. Now we've got a PS5. They're like, oh, look, The Last of Us, and it's the PS5 version. If I'm going to play it, this is the version I'll play. All right, I'll pick it up. Well, I feel like even in the last, like, 10 or 20 years, right? And, you know, I'm speaking as someone that, you know, would be six years old 20 years ago. But, like, the rapid progression of development and gaming has Mm -hmm. been, you know, like, at first you would just be, like, hacking things together and making it work. Like, you'd make specified things for that to work on that platform. And now, at this point, you're making components and you're making rigs and you're making all these different things so that pieces can fit together nicely like that's the reason kate like i will gloat not gloat i will praise cage three for having like i don't know the most open not one of the most open systems but like that game is probably the best game to mod because it's just so easy to do it um and that's because you know unreal engine 4 had this you know everything's blueprint based or most everything and if it's not it's in c++ which can be reverse engineered so it's like you just have this big this awesome platform to make things with and it's because it's all like components and it's like all made to work nicely with each other from like made to be modified made to be uh changed and stuff like that so like i definitely could see the last of us two you know how quickly they got the last of us one out like they have in mind all right, how do we make this new engine something we can build off of, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that they were able to push it out so quickly just, I think, is it's pretty telling that they made it with the mindset of, all right, what what can we do more with this, right? I don't know. I, I went no, on a little tangent there. No, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, computing, it definitely has gone, like, what, like you know, how, how can I make this reusable? How, how can I make it modular components? Uh, you know any kind of container i can use like also so it can be uh kind of reduced and reused and, and yeah it's it's interesting to see that it you know gaming was so or game development was i feel like pretty niche for a while you know i mean everybody made games but like you had to be very technical and you had to know how to you know write to screen or or be careful of your buffer size or you know all this different stuff with the graphics engines and stuff like that like and now it's gotten kind of extrapolated from that. I'm going way off topic, <laughs> but it's just, it's really cool. That's all I want to say. It's really cool how how you know how how better it's getting. Anyways, <laughs> how better it's getting. Yeah. I guess That's just to bring it right, just to center it back in Kingdom Hearts, right? So, like I said, it's it is quite hypocritical of me to walk in and it's like now that I have the choice of okay, if I want to play if I want to play Chain of Memories, I have the choice of either. I guess tracking down a Game Boy Advance and the original cartridge version, um, being a bit cheeky, <clears throat> maybe like I've done, and getting it to run on my 3DS. Uh, you know, you know, I'm sure there's mobile emulators that can do it as well. You know, PC emulators that can do it. I didn't even think about that. If you want to play the original Chain of Memories, you have the avenue to do that. 
Or you have this official sanctioned remake, which was, you know, made from predominantly Kingdom Hearts 1 assets or Kingdom Hearts 2 assets. Um, mm-hmm. in, I think it's the Kingdom Hearts 2 engine, but don't quote me on that. Um, and it's great. Fully voiced cutscenes, fully acted out. Um, you know, well, I guess they're not super high quality cutscenes because they're captured <laughs> in whatever that sort of SD quality is. But the point is, it's a really great experience. And I would argue... There are some purists, I would say, that would tell you to play the original Game Boy Advance version and swear by that. And I do like that version a lot, like having played it again recently on yeah. a 3DS. I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, but I think the remake for almost everyone is going to be the preferred way to play for the- Oh, it's just more the accessible. the majority of people. And yeah, accessibility through, through the roof, yeah. If, yeah. Even if you had the choice and they were both equally weighted options to play the original or the remake of it. Um, I still think you'd still end up choosing the, you know, the 3D version of it, this quote-unquote remade version of it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think Nomura has a very... In that, 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 yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. And maybe it's not Nomura. Maybe it's the team that's behind the, those games. But it's like, you know, Square Enix seems to have a really good understanding of what constitutes a remake. Like with, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Rechain of Memories, Recoded, like these are all, you know, games that have a predecessor, but they've changed it, I feel like, so much or they've adapted it to the new hardware or, you know, made it more accessible. Like, yeah, I mean, you could argue that, you know, making Birth by Sleep and Coded and and all these different games on different platforms was kind of... uh a cheeky business plan, right? To get everybody to get on different systems, but then they brought it back and, and made it more accessible to everybody on just one platform. And, and now it's not even the all in one story or whatever it's called. It's on Xbox. It's on PS4. I mean, you have all the games, I think, or maybe I think, I think you have all the games on switch now, even though it's, you know, it's streaming the cloud based switch. Yeah. Except for the, yeah. um, Union Cross and Dark Road. Yeah. Everything's on switch. Right. Through yeah. cloud based. So like Melody memory, which is, I native, know people but. hate, yeah, I don't know. If people hate the streaming slot like that, but I don't know. I will always harken back to my for like my original statement is it's gonna be bad, but you got to start somewhere. I think that's like I don't know my stance on most things. It's like if you want to try something new and you know it's gonna be bad, at least start it. Like at least get something out there, right? Because it's not gonna get better unless you have people testing it and playing it and and figuring out what's wrong with it. And like I don't know. Yeah, you can argue that there are multi-million dollar company and they could have done better but at least they did something new like i don't know yeah it was for money but at least it's on switch you know people that don't have ps4s or xboxes at least they can experience it in some way people may argue that like you know a bad experience is worse than no experience yeah, potentially which... more harmful to the series than a good one if you're suffering through lag the entire time and not really having a great yeah. go with it but but i don't know at least you can try it i don't know i i can see the argument against it but again i think it's better than nothing like you know you don't have to buy it on the switch like if you for all the reviews then you know to stay away if you haven't and you buy it well you're out 60 bucks or i don't know how much it is on switch but it's not it's not too expensive for having all the games mm. i mean we can talk about the the switch ports i, I don't know we can talk about it now but like <laughs> Yeah, no, I, don't know, I guess just super quickly, like, I don't know, I guess the, the main consensus is that it's a very cynical take of like, 
essentially if you're just running a cloud-based version of the PC. That's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's a PC that's running presumably the PC versions with a Nintendo Switch coat of paint being streamed to a Switch. And I don't know, when other series have clearly put in the legwork, I mean, like The Witcher and even going back to Skyrim are great examples of, okay, they've put in the work to make these arguably far more complicated games work natively on the Switch. And okay, Kingdom Hearts 3, again, this is very much a layman talking here, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is probably the biggest one that would take the most effort to get running on the Switch. But what is the excuse for the early I would argue, yeah, I would argue it wouldn't be. I think their engines aren't optimized for Switch. Like they're very much optimized for PS, like PlayStation hardware. Mm -hmm. So I think it would take more time to get it working on uh on switch than an unreal port okay okay but yeah i don't know i think melody memory is the only one that's native, native on switch yeah no well, not native it's unity well, but yeah i guess yeah you can buy a cartridge and pop it in your switch oh, i didn't realize i had a cartridge that's cool yeah um yeah, yeah i, don't know. I so think we've got yeah i'm just gonna say cloud gaming again but like i think it's it's a cool idea it's obviously not fleshed out i think one day it could be yeah but there's some hurdles we got to get through first but this isn't a tech this isn't a tech blog (laughs) yeah so i was trying to say like if i'm coming into the series and you know now 20 years past its release i have the luxury of going okay well there's certain remakes that have already been made and that I feel like they delayed the release of Kingdom Hearts 3 by the nature of their existence. But there's been tremendous benefits to that because it's opened the accessibility doors wide open. Um, you know, people are mm-hmm. now able to play 1.5, 2.5, 2.8 collections. And whether it's on PlayStation, Xbox, uh, yeah, Switch in heavy heavy quotation marks and PC, <laughs> you can play the entire series more or less in one in one place at this point. Um, yeah, by the mobile games and yeah did that delay the release of Kingdom Hearts 3 I feel like it had to have I feel like you can't you know at least there was some content coming out in those years even if it was a remake uh, well sorry a remaster um, but it had to have taken some attention away from the development of 3 and yeah in hindsight I don't really care too much now because I've got 3 but now looking forward on the horizon where I'm always hungry for new Kingdom Hearts content like I feel like for me, a huge part of the series is, I mean, it's three huge pillars, right? Like, I love the music, I love the gameplay, and I love the story of this series so much. And if we stagnate on the story by doing these remakes, I feel like that's where, I don't know, that's, for me, it's a really important pillar of the entire series. It's probably, I think, I think the most important pillar. Like, I love the gameplay. Yeah. But I think oh, I like story. thinking yeah. of the story and theorizing with it and talking with you guys. And granted, that's obviously, I have a YouTube channel based around that. I'm clearly biased. Like I'm not someone <laughs> yeah. that does speedruns well, or whatever and plays the game over and over again. Um, you were captivated by the Union Cross gameplay? Were you not? Actually, I think you were. Or were you not? <laughs> I mean, I got, it was a fun puzzle being free to play where it's like, okay, yeah. can I actually do this? Is it possible to achieve this? And the answer is yes, but there was a lot of luck involved. <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> but the point is like, okay, I'm, I don't know if it's like selfish now, but I'm really, I'm pleased right now. It's like, okay, they've spent this time in the past on remakes and that the community gets huge benefits from that. Okay, anyone coming into the series now gets the red carpet rolled out for them. You pick up like one little set of discs and bang, you've got 20 years of stuff 
in your hand right now. Go load up YouTube, get the rest, easy peasy. And now you're a fan. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to buy Kingdom Hearts 4. Now you're like set for everything you need. You don't have to go hunting down on various consoles, whatever, whatever. I guess where I'm getting at is should they now spend more effort? Like, because, okay, the biggest one that I hear people clamoring for a remake is uh, for is Days. Like, that's the only one where I feel like, okay, Days is the only game that has a real case of like deserving to be remade more than anything else. I feel like Kingdom Hearts One shouldn't be touched. It's perfect as is. They've it's got a you know remaster with updated assets, but Days the gameplay is just dog shit. It just sucks. Like I love the series. I love the story. Days gameplay fucking sucks. I played it twice. (laughs) It's the worst. It's just awful. Like so, you want them to change the gameplay? So if they're gonna change anything, yeah. If there's any any game that deserves to be remade from the ground up, like I don't think the assets are saveable. I think it's just it's too low quality. It looks just (laughs) awful. Like. Well, I mean, you can, I don't know. It's possible to scale it up. Like, there's, there's HD mods for it. But you, it's not going to be a port. Like, you can't just port it over like you could with, you know, the high-quality assets of Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. You can't do that. You're going to have to remake this thing from the ground up. Um, if anything deserves to be remade, like I said, because the story is great and the 3D, the, the Days movie does a decent job of summarizing it, but a three-hour movie... I feel like they miss a lot. ...trying to take the place of a gigantic... Not gigantic, but, a, you know, a much longer game with its, you know, maybe more subtleties and nuances and time to flesh out all the characters. <laughs> that it's not okay. a perfect replica, whereas I feel like... Like, the remasters were great. Obviously, they're almost a one-to-one... Well, complete experience of the originals. You know, I... <laughs> Days is the only one I feel like I said, yeah, I'm repeating myself now. But Days is the one yeah. where it's like, okay. I could I see from, a case being made yeah. for that. I think, well, okay. I, I, I could be off. I can't remember exactly what this was. But I feel like Nomura said in an interview that like, you know, the game was designed to be played once a day kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's kind of like your Pokemon Go mission or whatever. There's no Pokemon Go mission. It's a mission based game. So like you play on the on the train. You go on you're going to work, you it on the train. Yeah, you put it in your yeah. pocket. You do one mission. It takes you seven minutes. You go, okay, cool. Put it back in your pocket and you pick it up on the way home again. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, I feel like it's conducive to that kind of gameplay. Sure. Again. Is that I the best see... way of tying the story though? And I get it. Like, if, if you... I think it is. If you feel no, yourself I think going is. into work every day. Sure. Okay. But then does the movie do it's a good so, job of like, right, summarizing that? The whole story is about repetitive stuff, right? Like, yeah. you're doing it day in, day out. Just doing yep. the same thing the repetitive thing and then like then it then it like i don't know like i feel like you get like my the workmates i work with it's like you know i didn't know them when i first started like a month or two ago but now like you know we're not like the best of friends but it's like you know that constant just being around the same per- like the, the monotony of it it's like <laughs> oh now i know this person like and i feel like they do that really well with the days like if you okay. played that game every day like we're like how you're supposed to and you like become friends with like Axel and Shion and it's like, all right, now I'm used to seeing them every day. And then it's like, oh, well, now one's missing. And now like now you're playing it every day to be like, all right, when's Axel coming back? Or when's Shion yeah, coming back? And the one back? thing and you have to like, look forward to in your real life is getting to like, okay, I can finally clock off, get to go to my favorite yeah. spot, hang out with my favorite people, do my favorite thing. Yeah. yeah I can no, definitely like, I understand that. It's really captured well, I feel like. Honestly, so then I, does the movie do a good job of summarizing that feeling? No. Yeah, no, exactly. It doesn't, no. right? No. That's why that's I what I'm getting at. Like, remaking if, the gameplay, though, will fix how you're meant to experience it. 
I mean, I can tell you right now, I sure as hell didn't play it by going in on a train every single day and playing it a little bit after school. <laughs> right, I right. played it, you know, however many hours a night I had free until I was done with it. And then right. I I can fully understand the intention. Like, it's the same thing where, okay, you can, <laughs> I don't know, let's say, okay, like Tarantino doesn't expect these movies to be watched on a cell phone while you're in while you're on an airplane, for example, but people are going to experience the media how they're going to experience it. And you can have all the intentions that you want. Once it's out in the wild, though, it becomes its own beast. And I don't know. Like, I still feel like days, whether it was intentioned to be this grindy, monotonous thing or not, shouldn't come at the cost of it not being a fun game. And there is a fun game to be had there. You just make Roxas' combat a bit more fun, <laughs> flesh out the worlds a bit, make, make them explorable if you want to, whatever it has to be. I mean, they are semi-explorable now, but like... the there are ways to make the gameplay infinitely better. Like it, the, the biggest problem with it, I feel like is that the bosses are just these huge HP gates. Like everyone has like horrendous yeah. memories of the dusk flyer that's sitting at the top of twilight town at the very, uh, the, the twilight town clock tower at the very end of the game, the leech grave in Halloween town. Like there are just these bosses the that Neverland just boss. suck. Yep. Him hundred percent him. It's not fun. You have a three hit combo and you get a couple spells you can bring with you. <laughs> They yeah. do maybe 0.1% of his HP and you go, oh boy, now I get to hit X a million times. And yeah, okay. I, I can get behind HP. that. Make that more but... fun and then the rest of the game is fine. Like you can still keep your monotonous structure <laughs> if you want to. Or if you're right, going to remake right. it, get creative and find a way of keeping that structure while also being in you know the context of a more traditional game. Yeah. But I think I like, like Kingdom Hearts is one of the only series I know. Is that that was that correct grammar? <laughs> um that I feel like they still experiment with their games, right? Like Nomura, I feel or maybe not Nomura, but like the team behind Kingdom Hearts, I feel like are, you know, they're very you know, they they think on what kind of experience they want. Maybe not for the mainline titles, right? Those are definitely way more accessible, but all the ones that are like side games like bbs the grind fest you have recoded which is like you know one of the best games ever there's so much different uh you know variables that you can play with like setting your hp on low to get more rewards or setting the difficulty up or down you know like all this stuff to affect gameplay like that's so cool and then you have days which is like you know mimicking your daily life getting you attached to these people and then playing around with you know the different relationships and just emotions that come from that and it's i don't know like it's the and the card game even like chain of memories like you're now playing and you have to abide by these rules in a game within a game like i don't know i and even you can make the argument for union cross or key or you know all, all the different iterations of that like you know this is a this is a platform they have where they can just experiment with whatever kind of technology that they want to and make a game out of it and i feel like that's really really cool and I feel like so if you're going to remake them for like PlayStation or something, I feel like you're going to miss out on on those mechanics that you bring with those. Yeah. With those concepts. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. If you don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to do days, how would you get creative to then capture that experience that we're talking about, but bring it into a more modernized system? And yeah, as I said, I, I, like don't, I don't to- know that the movie... Yeah which is, I guess, the currently accepted way of consuming days or the currently 
officially accepted way of, of, of consuming days, right? Yeah. Like they're not going to be like, oh, if you want to experience days, track down a DS and track down a copy of the cartridge and blah, 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 try and play it. Like the yeah. method they have given you to take in that story, which we all acknowledge is important for the overall plot of the series is watch this movie, right? If, again, again, I don't think, I don't think they should, but if they were going to actually remake days, <laughs> I agree with you. Like I'd want there to be some sort of creativity to like capture the spirit of it while still making it enjoyable to play. I, I don't think, yeah. like, yeah, because your just because your day job sucks doesn't mean, okay, the video game I play when I come home from the day job should <laughs> suck as well. I don't think that, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I've seen, I've seen people in Twitch chat, oh, it's meant to be bad. It's meant to be shit. No, it's not. That video game should never... I don't care what your grand design is. A video game should never just be dog shit for the sake of being dog shit. Unless, like, uh, it's a gimmick I, I game. I disagree. That is, like, there's a Steam game. Oh, check this one out. It's a wink, wink, nudge, 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 nudge. <laughs> like, that's not... You will never be able to convince me. No one will be able to convince me that they were trying to make Days' gameplay intentionally monotonous. They just didn't put enough, like, combat flair into Roxas himself. That if they just yeah, spiced I it up think- a bit... It'd still be fun to play while feeling like a grind. Like Roxas can not yeah. like it. Roxas can be like, I'm talented at this, but I hate it. Like I'm being forced to go out and fight every day. I'm amazing at it. I'm a goddamn savant, but oh, it just sucks. I'm just, oh, all I use me for is my <laughs> epic keyblade abilities and skills. And, oh, you know, I wish there was more to life than just doing sick, insane backflip combos, air stepping into them, doing triple backflips, launching out a fire arc. Got it. Like you can still make it fun. He doesn't have to enjoy it. He can still think of it as a grind. I don't know. I, th- I think the... The developers went, okay, he only gets a three-hit combo and maybe you press Y every now and then. And that's by design. We're not allowing <laughs> any more fun. Maybe you can you can bring seven fire spells with you. Or well, three fire I think guns. two was their first game on DS. Mm-hmm. But they had, yeah. they had developed for GBA, so... But yeah. the GBA was a lot different. That was like a, you know... That was a card game in How many essence. slates like, did you have in the JBA version? I'm just saying, like, just variety in combat. I feel like the biggest... Daisy's biggest downfall, it just feels like it's just... But, I mean, Sora still only had a three-hit combo there, too, right? Yeah, sure, you, but you then can, you get infinite slates you can muck around with and play that way if well, you want I mean, to. With, you don't, you're with not Roxas, you have all the different gear you can equip. Like, you get different combos great, from slightly those. Slightly different three-hit combo instead of... Okay, now I can I mean, do Arzakunum. Now but I can do Ragnarok. You're saying the same now thing, I can do though, Strike Raid. Now I can do Blizzard Raid. Now I can summon Genie or Cloud or Simba or whatever, whatever. You have infinitely more options to create your entire deck with in Chain of Memories than, yeah, you have a slot system in Days where you can pop in your level ups and you can pop in your spells that you bring with you. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I clicked X and I did a Fire Araga spell. Ooh, <laughs> it was slightly different because it went up in a little arc and then landed. Versus fire I mean, up, which launched a slow though. fireball in front of me. Ooh, ooh. With GBA though, right? You you had to there. You had one screen to play with, and then in the DS you had. I think did Two. they try to utilize both screens, or was the bottom one just a map? Uh, it would every now and then. So an actual gameplay, like running around itself, it would give you. I think mission objectives. Oh yeah, when Flicker did, and then Sora, right? That was very cool when they did that. So I grant you, when they do cool things like that, yeah, awesome. Well, see, I think it's just, it's about the experience, right? Like, the gameplay was backseat to the experience. I think that's what it was. And, that's and, a, and I, I agree with you. I think, argue, I think that's what happened. I think the gameplay fell yeah. away, and they had this really cool story that is unfortunately now trapped on a DS. Yeah. And half of it escaped and got onto, you know, other systems through this movie. Um, Which, yeah, I don't, yeah, the movie was not... But it did its best. Yeah. I mean, like, how long can you expect people to sit there for? Like, three hours 
and plus you can pause and read the notes if you want to and there's then there's yeah. the, the diaries you can unlock as well and go and read them afterwards as well if you want to but it just it is it really three hours yep it's three hours you can't possibly Damn. summarize an entire game in that of of that story complexity in that three hours and they tried they did the best i'm not gonna fault them for that yeah um, no. i mean they completely animated all of that right like that wasn't from the games, was it? God, no. No, that's all 100% yeah. newly, newly created. And same for Recoded, right? I think they did the same thing. Yeah. Which, yeah. I know a lot of people, I think, hate Recoded because of the movie. Because they're like, this this doesn't make any sense. There's no story to this. And it's like, it's so good, though. Like, there's so much more to it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about that later. I feel like Recoded has... I said less grounds to be remade. It just incorporates datascapes, like the essence of where we're heading in Kingdom Hearts right now. Like that was introduced there, and it was it was so well represented, and they discussed so many different things with data and consciousness and minds, and it just it's so good. Well, I'd argue it was introduced in in KH two, like obviously Roxas is being stored in this virtual datascape, but yeah, like it really (laughs) right, right, right. I feel like its main purpose was to flesh out the mechanics of like, okay, this is a datascape. This exactly a virtual yeah. person can exist yada 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 which yeah we're and seeing now exist. like union yeah. cross dives into that heavily king months three does heavily oh yeah and i'm sure it's going to be more important going forward but it functions more as a like yeah it's almost like a definition the movie does yeah well yeah, yeah no the movie does yeah but no, well, no no i think the overall story does the overall story is like i mean who really who really gives a shit about any of the events of already coded like no, the, that's the, exactly the most it. important because scene was added in after the fact it wasn't even in the original game like it was only added into the cutscene movie where Maleficent is like oh a datascape a book uh diary book of prophecies book of prophecies yeah that's and they just shoehorn this extra cutscene into the end like the overall story of RE Coded is not super important like at the end of the day Mickey writes a letter to Sora saying hey there's you know there's these people we have to rescue we got a clue from your data. There's people we have to rescue. Yes. It's so interesting. I could, but that. <laughs> it's so interesting. <laughs> like, how, how did that data get put there? Like, well, the fact that you can... Too, I stored there... In, sorry, in birth by exactly. sleep. While the boys like, slept in so cool? sleep. It's great. Like, Does it need to be a whole it, game? It, it, it to just be like opens up the world into this, into this wide, vast, uh, just this new experience of like, wow, I've never thought about Kingdom Hearts in this way. I don't know. It's just... Okay, so counter-argument. So, Chain of Memories is very similar, right? It's a lot of rehashing Kingdom Hearts 1, but yep. the interstitials, so in between the Disney worlds, you have essentially a very similar thing in Memories. Um, but while that's happening, you're getting the story woven to you by the organization and the betrayal and yada, 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 yada. So, it's still the same basic mm-hmm. structure. Plot is happening before Disney World plot, Disney World plot, Disney World plot. But I'd yeah. argue Chain of Memories is infinitely more interesting, even though it's basically the same thing. You go to a Disney uh, world that you've been to before, you're still dealing with a new concept because at the time you have no idea what memory is, but you're being spoon-fed, you know, here is how it works, how it functions, here's its relationship to the rest of the mechanics in this world. Okay. And at the if end... If you're talking strictly about the story, yeah, I could... Yeah, I think that's a little... Because right, I think that's why Recoded doesn't work as a movie because... It is so. Who gives a shit? Kind of, like ninety well, percent of it. <laughs> that, that's a comment. 
Um, <laughs> but, but I think what I think what recoded. And I, I need to think about this more because I feel like I've had a lot of thoughts in my head about you know how ambushing you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't properly get prepared for this argument. Um, but yeah, like the gameplay. Uh, uh, gameplay's great. Today's, um, I'm not talking about right? gameplay. It, it, I love the gameplay. It enhances. Well, okay, but it enhances the storytelling because you're experiencing it in a whole new lens right like in wonder and wonder is it wonderland wonder world what is it called yeah wonderland what the hell okay uh in wonderland uh like you're on rails i guess it's like in the boss fight fight you are yeah well okay yeah i'm talking mostly about the boss fights because i think that's where they mostly change the the flows or actually i think in olympus you you're not yeah like olympus is like the the turn-based final fantasy you were the cloud yeah like I don't know. I just feel like there's so much variability to it that it, it makes the the story exciting to experience, right? You have all these different ways to play the game now. And even though you, you know what's going to happen, or at least you you know like kind of what's happening, you've experienced it before, it's it's almost like, right, Data Sora. Us as Sora have already experienced it, but now Data Sora is experiencing this in the Datascape. Mm-hmm. which can have different rules as we've seen and and manipulate the world around you so that the experience is different even though it's the same experience i mean i feel like at that point you have to include new varieties of gameplay because are people really going to play through the disney worlds again as kingdom hearts one sora i i i am a gigantic kingdom hearts fan i think i might have mentioned that to you at one point uh maybe once even like just even the announcement of coded is like are you absolutely kidding me like we're doing kingdom hearts one sora going through kingdom hearts worlds with the kingdom hearts story again <laughs> being loosely dressed up in this other mechanic it's like holy shit they're really doing it but i it feel like you have to so cool. make it different like right because that's why they're like okay well we'll spice it up a bit for our own sanity so we don't have to design the same stupid boss fight <laughs> of hit hades three times as he yells gotcha oh this one's good like as james woods yells at you like okay we'll make it a turn-based rpg this time like there's something interesting to do instead of playing through the same shit over and over again but it's like a simulation right it wasn't encoded encoded was a simulation it wasn't a simulation it didn't have an rpg element there it was just coded it was just more kingdom hearts one up down left right on the d-pad hit hit the button left left right right, left right i didn't play coded and that again goes back to like right I didn't play the original. I can't really make a comment on it. I really did enjoy the remake. So I don't know. Maybe maybe going back. Maybe if I had experienced coded and then recoded, I would have been like, man, I love remakes. Yeah, and so I uh, like I like recoded. Like I enjoy playing the gameplay. I feel like the command deck is the best it's ever been in our recoded. Yeah. And I wish it had followed With through all the to trees. Yeah. Everything about it just it's just the connection of like like you chain commands together so nicely and there's not like that gigantic wall that just i feel like whenever you do a command in birth by sleep yeah. you just like and stop you and force stop. you and like yeah. you have these delay frames that just hold you in place forever and ddd is the same way ddd is like do your cool thing stop on a like just come to a grinding halt all right now you can do your next thing it just yeah i played yeah. it again the other night um because i think whale was playing it on stream and i wanted to like oh yeah i still have never earned the trophy for like getting max affinity in every single spirit I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, you haven't platinumed every game? No, platinum. I am platinum it. But there's like in-game trophies for... Um, oh, God. No, like, Dama. B- bonding with every single spirit. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> I was like, even it. I'm going to draw the line there. 
But I saw we were playing it. Yeah. I was like, I haven't played DDD in forever. I'm going to load it up. And it's just... I remember playing that on DS. It's not as nice to move around. I don't, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't feel... But I'm, really? the, point is, the point is, they nailed it and coded it. I feel like that feels great to play. So, I, again, this, I, I'm a game, a RE coded gameplay sympathizer for sure. And I think getting to do interesting things in each world carries you through the story enough. Like, you're not super invested whatever you get the little tiny bits of oh, but the information. story is interesting too you get the inf- bits of yeah. information that are relevant between the worlds do you really care about the plight of dinosaur yeah okay he's got a few cool moments that's great it's ultimately for nothing though because they abandon him in this data hellscape where he can never escape from they never bring him back or they did never they? try and do anything with him is he not the kingdom hearts 3 i guess they don't acknowledge it it'd be nice if they were at least like hey it's dinosaur nope they don't say shit it's like riku go and control this guy that's as far as we know, fully sentient and probably doesn't like being trapped in hell where you can never get past the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, well, that's the other thing that's interesting, right? There is now... Is there more than one... Well, there has to be, right? There has to be more than one Data Sora. Right? Like, how... And and if one Data Sora could, could grow a heart and summon a Keyblade... Mm-hmm. Doesn't that mean every datasaur can cr- create their own heart and and summon a key? Like that's that concept. Like that just opens up this idea of like. I mean, they're probably never gonna do that. Like, right? They have to have some, I don't know, line or something. But like, I don't know. I think that's pretty fascinating to have. Well, I mean, well, and the idea that like this, you know, Sora is the same Sora. Like he he's true to himself, even though he knows he's fake. Like what? That's just so interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, and to your point, like, I mean, my theory is that they are going to use data stuff going forward. Like, I mean, how are they going to revive Strelitzia? Like, I feel like well, the answer is pretty clear. Like, Lucy went in and stole her data. Well, stole may be the wrong word, but as far as I can tell, that has a pretty good shot at being the true dandelion um, that he sent away in the in that time travel pod right in union cross like we saw someone in a black coat stealing what looked like strelitzia's data leading it through the data world and then we see mm-hmm. lucius sending something in a white coat forward through time and then we see strelitzia showing up in the quadratum it's like well well they- we see see someone showing up in marluxia's dreams exactly yeah i mean it, it's, it feels like there is evidence that data people can be used to restore the originals um yeah. and yeah i mean they could go and take that and say okay well how do we get Sora back can can data Sora be involved like yeah sure but mm-hmm. I, I don't know <laughs> and then yeah retroactively that will give if that happens then our character gets more importance retroactively but like as it is right now I feel like that is the only game where if people are like I just want to skip our character just tell me what happens I could be like yeah right I, this one time <laughs> this one time i'll let you skip our okay i think that's where right where where days focuses heavily on the concept and the monotony and like puts aside the gameplay i feel like recoded is like all right gameplay is at the forefront and then we're going to make the story around it and i feel like it it you know they they went in mind they went into it with and this is my interpretation of it obviously but i feel like they went into it with a mind of, all right, we need to tell them about datascapes and how they function in the world. Mm-hmm. And we've already told them the same story over and over with the same mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. and the same worlds. Let's make it interesting. Let's make the gameplay 
the fun part of it. And then sure. when you make that into a movie, then it's like, well, this game sucks. But it's like, no, the game is really cool. And the way they tell the story, I feel like is really cool. So you'd also argue but, that, yeah, if you're going to experience RE coded, the movie is probably not the best way to do that. Yeah, definitely not. I would no, I 100% agree with you. I think RE coded is worth playing, like actually playing yeah, the game. Definitely. If you just want to get through it, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, watch the movie. But you are missing out a lot. And I agree. Like, well, no, if you, wanna, if you want to get through it, I mean, they literally have cheats in the game built in as a function. You can just turn it on easy mode, give yourself damn like infinite health and i don't think it's infinite health but you yeah, can have sure. like sure, skyrocket sure, sure. your health lower the damage or higher the damage you do to people yeah lower the enemy level it's just it's okay so, maybe it's because like you can have your own little function pathway in in it it's just it's cool i remember yeah, it's it was so awesome cool. no i liked it a lot um but i meant get through it in the sense of like okay if you just yeah you see King experience Mons, three the story and you're like okay how do i do I do I need to play experience every single one of these titles on the way there? And again, I would argue yes, but RA coded is the only one where I'm like, okay, if you must, must, <laughs> must, must skip a game, I think that's the one I volunteer up and go. All right, all right, it's this yeah. One. I think I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. So thought- again, to that point. If they're like, okay, we're announcing a remake collection, we're going to remake Days and RA coded from the ground up. It's going to set back Kingdom Hearts 4 by a year, but we're going to do it because we feel like we want to really tell these stories well. Are you going, yes, or are you going, no, shit? Nah, to me, okay, maybe days. Maybe. Recoded, I feel like, is great. I feel like you don't need to touch that game. Nah, even days. I feel like, you know, the experiences are there <laughs> for a reason. Like, they're, they're made with that intention they're made with intention you suffer and have not a good time with it <laughs> no i think the it's, they like, just have we're a, gonna make a game a concept they it wanted feels to so awful to play it's gonna be like <laughs> just like going to work every day and it does that really well awesome i don't <laughs> because copy's gonna fly off the shelves it's like work simulator without any of the charm behind it it's just well, that's pretty popular misery yeah got the farm sims but you know i i definitely yeah no i I would say nix the projects for remakes focus on the new exciting thing like we're going into a whole new saga like and you want to spend more time on the ansem or the secret of darkness like his story sadly is over let's move on to you know the lost master saga let's let's see what's on like there's so many exciting things happening and like i would i would rather they just let go of any remake plans and just focus on you know even if that means like you know, we won't get games for a year or three or four or whatever, but like just focus on the new stuff. I feel like that that's just so much better. And that's what I was trying to get at. Time and resources. I think we're both in agreement with that where I, again, the story being one of these huge pillars that I love in the series, what I was trying to say with that is that I would never, ever want a remake to come in the way of new story content. Like rehashing the old yeah. makes zero sense to me when we could all be having something new together that we've never experienced. It makes zero sense to go, actually, let's go back and do, like I said, the only one I could ever even make the slightest case for is days. <laughs> Leave King yeah. Hearts 1 alone. Leave it the absolute hell alone. It's fine as is. Um, and again, if you want that experience in a slightly new engine, the fans are going to do that for you. Exactly. Um, they are. Yeah. So, you know, the problem is, I think in Union Cross and Dark Road where people, these things only recently come out and people are already clamoring for a remake of that. And clearly I'm biased here because, you know, I've, 
well, even before I announced what I was doing with Union Cross and Dark Road, I still thought it was a perfectly acceptable medium on its own. Like it's not, yeah, I'm not ideal, but we don't live in a world where every single creative has the infinite budget and freedom and time to do whatever they want. And yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. let's hypothetically say they never wanted to experiment in the mobile space at all. And they wanted to make it a 3D action game, just like all the rest of the series. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they would. They sure, sure, they would have done that. Sure, with infinite time and infinite money. Because let's not be like let's (laughs) be as cynical as we want here. I'm sure they're in the mobile space to make really huge amounts of money for a relatively low investment compared to, you know, the what four or five year development cycle for a AAA. I never understood gotcha game. Yeah, and again, I don't think it necessarily works on us. Like I feel the temptation, but I don't succumb to that. Whereas other people do, and it's not that I don't have my I own just, vices, but yeah, it, it, they, it just makes me sad that people would even consider doing that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, sure, and I, I fully, I fully agree. Like, I look at, I mean, look at Kingdom Hearts. I look at like the Dragon Ball Dokken game, for example, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> I see that as such <laughs> a terrible like. It's just feeding on your basic nostalgia and fear of missing out, and like. Mm-hmm. To, to give you nothing like I don't you get nothing from it and it goes away the second the services go down but even before that it's yep. just it's just psychological manipulation and like I mean this is clearly not an accident it's explicitly designed to do this but it's like here's what your friends have if they have this they got this they got past this here's how cool their one is why don't you have it you should have it as well you're gonna get left behind if you don't like all these ways of just tugging at you and making you try and feel bad for not having latest thing that will get outclassed. I mean, in the case of Union Cross, because it was terribly <laughs> balanced, get outclassed, you know, in a week, worst case scenario. Yeah. But even the ones where your units or your cards or your medals or whatever last a lot longer, it's like, well, they're only in the shop for this, you know, two weeks. Better get them now. Better get them quick. Better get them now. Oops. You know, didn't get it. Spend another hundred bucks. Like, re- reload your fake fucking bullshit currency. Try again. Try again. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all... They're all like this. And where I sort of diverted a little bit there, but the idea was that uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah, it's a mobile game to make money. And yeah. that's the platform it was designed for. They picked this, you know, nice little storybook aesthetic. Um, and they went ahead and told their story. And you had guys like me here who are like, if you want to get this story, you can do it. You have to dedicate time to the game. And if you, sorry, if you don't want to spend money. You have to dedicate time to the game, but you can do it for free. Yeah, you might need a little bit of luck, but overall, and especially by the end, they were throwing currencies at you. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were smart with them, you could, yeah, you get through. It wasn't super fun for a lot of people. It was just like, okay, that's a game where you logged in and did your daily chores. Like that was like, oh God, all right. I need my 30 jewels from this. I need my 200 jewels from this. Yeah, like, all yeah. right, get my spreadsheet out. Um. I just remember playing that game without a party at first. I, uh-huh. Yeah, I just was, you know, just doing my own thing. And the amount of jewels you miss out per week, I, I, you get like a thousand a week, right? Something like that, yeah. By the time they introduced those like, weekly rewards in, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I got in way late. <laughs> <laughs> but just, yeah, I just, once I realized I'd missed out on like thousands of jewels, and I'm like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was definitely like an optimal way to play it, which is not necessarily the fun way. Like if people just want to drop in, 
play a yeah. little bit here and there, not set friggin' timers and play at specific intervals and be like, okay, whoops, better drop my life because I'm <laughs> need to do my friggin' raids here. I need to get you know at least five five and a half raids today, or else I'm not gonna make my quota. Like, yeah, about. I'm that, not arguing that's I'm, fun. I'm not. I'm not for yeah. a minute arguing that's. Oh, this is a great way to play. Um, I'm just. I saying, still like, have my Lux. Uh, alarm <laughs> at 11 p.m. On, I won't get rid of it on my alarm clock. So I, I don't know. I just I, it was like a a happy memory I have of like oh there it is time to hit the raid button or the the lux boost button and go do one or two raids even though I probably should have done a lot more but yep that's still on my phone. Oh, man. <laughs> so I guess I guess where I was going with that is like yeah you have this system this mobile gaming system which the game was. Like, if you wanted to tell a story, they integrated it relatively well in terms of like, okay, yeah, you're one of many people here working as this great B team, um, and you're one of five teams that are working towards this overall goal, and that is your incentive for doing your grinding stuff. Like, you're getting lucks because in this kind of nice meta way, like, you're afraid of falling behind, and you get better rewards if you succeed, and you're worried about the other team getting ahead of you, and yada, yada, yada. Like, you have, Mm -hmm. and, oh, shit, I'm falling behind, I better, you know succumb to more and more dubious methods of gaining power whether that's falling to darkness and trusting that dark charity or it's opening up your wallet and going well time to drop <laughs> trying to, trying to buy vip trying to buy jewel well, pack I mean, e and get those extra going, jewels that i need yeah. to get that stupid kari medal because it breaks the game every time it comes out <laughs> right well even that like right like they stick to a concept and they and they do well at executing it, right? I like agree. the whole concept of that game was like, you know, you're in your unions and you're all trying to get more power. Like you're literally all trying to just get more and more so that you can get more lux for your like the idea was get more lux because we're we're the ones that are right. We're the ones that are, you know, doing this for the greater good. We can only it's at least like, trust ourselves. We can't trust anyone else, but we know we're doing yeah. the right thing. So we have to stay ahead of everyone else. Which everyone So literally it just yeah. Yeah, and like it, and that concept of like, I need to always be the best. I need to get better. I need to have the best gear. Like, I mean, they did it well. Like, I don't know. Like, it's cool. It's, it's kind of gross, but like they still executed like every other game they've done, I feel like. Yeah, no, I feel like the, the concept very much informed the story, which it, it should be how it works. Like, I agree with you there. Yeah. And I, I don't, going back to your early point, I don't disagree with you that Days is meant to be this monotonous thing where you play it for a little bit at a time. I don't, I'm, I'm, I fully agree with you in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Union Cross does feel very much the same, or Key, and then Union Cross feels very much the same way. It's like, you do feel that pressure. You Again, I, I had alarms. I had multiple alarms each day. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, now I got to do this. Now I got to do this. Now I got to do this. And it really did feel like a job and a, a chore a lot of the time. And <laughs> I, I know that's where modern gaming is heading, but it doesn't really feel great. It's not... Like, oh, cool, I'm a slave to this stupid little thing on my phone where it beeps at me yeah. and I have to press a button. Like, am I getting enjoyment out of this or am I just so committed at this point that I don't yeah. want to let go of how much time I've already spent, thus committing the sunk cost fallacy and staying in longer and longer and longer, thus making it yeah. harder and harder to leave each time. Like, I don't really like that. Um, <laughs> if Wait, I'm honest with you. There's... There's that game too that's coming out that's like literally a working simulator. Like you get different jobs, right? I think it's on Switch that's coming out soon. Okay. Where you literally like, or I don't, I don't remember what jobs you can do, but it's, it's. I think it's literally like a working life simulator. 
like interesting that's so oh i, I think even i guess sims is a little bit different but it's not like sims i don't think I, I think it is like get a job in a city and work and sleep stuff like that like there have always been Very, like life sims like that that have at least some sort of fun element to it or they might yeah like, like you got to make it fun satirical somehow. to it or like a parody of it but <laughs> right. there is some fun to be had there and even if it's i don't know i guess i feel like it's different to the increasingly like online aspect of games like the live service where you yeah. need to get your dailies and you need to do this at this time and you need to get this before it goes away forever and it like they are becoming a job without any of the actual fun parts behind it like you almost play yeah. the game out of obligation rather than i want to play it when i want to play it oh okay i've got some free time this weekend i can't i've been looking forward to it all week i really want to play some union cross no you've had to play it seven times this week already at specific time <laughs> intervals when yeah. the game beeps at you because if you don't you won't have enough jewels for when the next big Kyrie medal comes out unless you want to dip into your wallet so it like it's yeah playing out of it's very predatory yeah it really is and like union cross is probably I've seen some games that go leaps and bounds beyond oh, the yeah, depravity no, that Union totally. Cross had. I feel like Nino Kuda, Nino Kuti. I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Cross Worlds or something like that. Uh-huh. The and I played that for actually like a good couple months. I was actually trying to get I think you, Kim Ju, and Whale to nope. play with me, but I'll never, I'll never, t- never touch a Gotcha again. It's not Kingdom Hearts related, as long as I live. And I'll yeah, only do yeah. Kingdom Hearts begrudgingly because story. Yeah, but yeah, go on. <laughs> nah, nah. well it was fun because right like you, you had all these little quests you could do and the oh, little, yeah, little so characters fun. were really cute uh, yeah. and then you just get to a point where oh, like you just no. die constantly and you, you gotta, gotta, go to the gotta shop, buy the buddy. potions you or like right them and they would voice, pop up oh you're having like, fun you, know, you put in the, the weapon amount bundle. of time to feel attached to it oh it but would like, be a shame the... to drop it now you put two months <laughs> into it oh there's well, a way to solve the problem yeah i haven't put any money into it but I put I put my time into put it. So much but yeah. time into it. You love this character. You love this world. It's part of your routine now. Boy, <laughs> oh, yeah. it'd be a shame to give it up now. Why don't you head to the shop I- there? One little tap, then you'd be having fun <laughs> again, just like we were a couple of weeks ago, bud. Remember that? Remember that? Well, I think that was the other thing. Was like, I didn't think. Yeah, the the only thing about the shop in that game was like there was it wasn't it was more about there was too much stuff to do as opposed to there being you know incentives in the shop to buy. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then the stuff in the shop is like, you know, it's like hundreds of dollars. It's like nuts. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I can't imagine anybody paying that much for it, but I, I know people are. And it's like, ah, that's so gross. Like, why why are companies exploiting? Because they can. Because yeah, they're getting it. It's just because they can. Because yeah. people are paying for it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm sure there's an exact science of like, okay, how much can we charge you? How much can we make before? Yeah overwhelming popularity turns against us and then we go oh shit actually we've overstepped here let's bring it let's rein it back in <laughs> like, i mean there are uh, surely dozens of teams yeah with infinite spreadsheets going like okay <laughs> exactly Reviewing how much the data. money can we wring out of these people yeah is it worth putting an extra effort developing this new system when we're just going to take the game down in six months anyway like well we need to make this much more money or it dies doesn't matter. Well, I watching you, yeah. FF7, but you put so much money into the seven battle royale. That's gone. That's dead. What's well, about? Yeah, to anyway. I was like, I, th- I was having fun at that game. I, yep. I would hop in every couple, gone. you know, couple weeks and play a couple funny. games. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, man, that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I mean, I don't think any game like that could exist on a phone at this point. You know, with current technology, it's just 
you know i don't think it's feasible like it's not engaging enough i feel like right like you get you could get a better experience playing fortnite which is free on a ps4 or pc or phone or phone like, yeah 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 and like pubg uh, mobile exists and i think in china it still does quite well um yeah and yeah trying to break into that market is not and yeah i mean with with that game in particular you could argue okay well they didn't expand it onto consoles and whatever whatever but i really think it's like an effort versus reward thing it's like are people I'm sure, and again i'm sure there's scientists working day in and day out instead of solving <laughs> you know problems like diseases Actual going <laughs> okay how much like yeah the mobile market is much more inclined to spend money it's already tied to the app store you have to put in this many less passwords and this many more login screens and you have to pay you know if we're on android we have to pay a small <sighs> fee versus if we're on sony store yeah pay this huge fee yada yada, yada. like okay i was no, part of a conversation it, it like a business conversation that just made me feel so gross. Like, <laughs> I can't share details about it, obviously, because, like, you know. Well, it's just, uh, just us talking. What do you mean? You can, you can just whisper <laughs> it to me. <laughs> but just the, just the verbiage that was used and the, you know, it's constantly about making it quick to the purchase page or quick yep. to get that flash or, like, as you, know, as you don't want to make. Here and money going out yeah. of the wallet. <laughs> and it was literally, like, once that you know once you've reached that checkout then it can take a while for that process button to process yeah but up until that point you want constant you know constant engagement constant flow constant funneling and it's like this makes me feel disgusting oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's so i don't know man it's it's depressing <laughs> like i mean as much as i'm excited for missing link i i feel like they've had a few more years to really learn some lessons and what do you mean i mean i'm afraid of what the gotcha system in that is going to look like to be perfectly honest they have announced that it's going to be gotcha no it definitely won't be yeah out of the goodness of the heart free mobile game (laughs) for everyone i'm still coping here's a free mobile game we're not going to charge it all it's just gonna be yeah all the story this is fun Uh, we actually drop it all at once gonna put the mobile game out and then yeah never gonna touch it again everyone's gonna have a great time with it yeah no you're right dude you're totally right yeah oh thank you yeah i'm Thank you. I was really scared for a second. Okay. Well, <laughs> just, you know, in the alternate universe that we don't live in. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like those. Man, those guys have it bad. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've got it terribly, but I don't know. Can you imagine? I said it when we talked about Missing Link, but if it is more skill-based than Union Cross, where Union Cross, you're like, you, you face an enemy, you get your 15 attacks because you die twice, whatever it is. Yeah. They get their attacks. You can't do if you don't have the right stuff. You literally can't progress. You just you just can't. You can't beat the boss. Mm-hmm. If missing link is more skill based, you can dodge away whatever. You have other methods of getting around. Yeah, okay, maybe you don't beat it in the time limit. And you don't get the best rewards, or whatever. But at least you can get through theoretically by playing well enough. Then that's less of an yeah, issue. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's gonna be more of a of uh, a, a flare. I think I think all attacks are gonna hit. I think it's just going to be more of like a, hey, I can move my character around. I could be wrong, but the way, I I don't know, know. the way I look at it and I get such like twelly vibes from it. I mean, what's the point of moving if you can't dodge? Like you've seen him do a dodge roll in the trailer, I'm pretty sure. You've seen attacks. I'm thinking of that moment now where the dark side like slams his hand into the ground and all three players fire up in the air simultaneously. But I think the guy's off screen though, like way in the back. I don't think they get, get hit. affected. Yeah. Okay. So I guess they, okay, it could be 
Because what's, most what's the point of moving if you can't dodge any attack? It just feels, it feels right. frustrating. Well, right, engagement, you know, making you feel like you're... Yeah, no, I can see that, yeah. That like makes FF7 sense. Remake, you have... Like, Cloud can't really dodge as well, like, if he can block. And you, you can dodge right. some attacks, but he he's more about, like... <clears throat> yeah. Um, like, countering at the right time, and... Like, you can still move around the field, and, like, yeah, attacks won't necessarily hit you every single time. Whereas like Tifa's mm-hmm. more of a dodger and she can get away from it, but um, <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is like yeah, if they are going to do missing link, I hope well, sorry when they do missing link and they're going to put Gacha in it, and again hypothetical universe B, <laughs> I you. just hope that it's like <laughs> some relatively fair system. But again, I then, you, then it goes into yeah. like rankings and it's like okay, if you cleared this mission in this amount of speed with this okay. ranking, whatever you get a better reward, which in turn gets you better rewards later on and better and harder missions yada 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 okay uh, get this though if, if we're keeping with the concept <laughs> that kingdom hearts developers you know they, they choose a theme you know monotony uh gameplay focused or Yo. union cross you know like it's all about the unions you gotta you know you gotta be the best in your union if they're keeping with that and ephemer is the leader it'd be the opposite right it would be we're all trying why are we fighting each other why are we trying to you know we would we should be pooling our resources together so I wonder if it's almost going to be... And you're the top agent of the month. All right. Cool. You get the shiny badge this month. There you go. It's now a competition again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see. Like, yeah. I, I wonder, though, if they're more going to do it. Like, I feel like there's not going to be a competitiveness to it. Like, I don't think... <laughs> I think they're going to go more down the route of Pokemon Go, where it's like, you're going to try to be the best Keyblade Weirdler you can be. Like, no one ever You're going to try to pay homage to, to Ephemer as your character. Like you're gonna be the best character you can be, to to I don't know like that kind of model. I feel like fits better with that concept of you know what Ephemer was trying to get at. You know, like we should all be doing our best because we should be, not because we you know we're, we're trying to beat out the other team or like slaughter our friends or whatever. So how does Square Enix make their money? <laughs> By walking eggs around okay. and hatching them. So you have things in real life and you have to pay to win. Like, okay, there's a cool boss fight over there. If you beat it, you'll get cool upgrade materials for your Keyblade, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have to pay to... You, you get a certain amount of, like... I mean, so you use Pokemon Go equivalent raid passes each day or whatever yeah. it's going to be. No, I think uh, Nemours already confirmed that in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that'll definitely be a big thing. Like, I think there'll be locations where you need to go. And you can either pay to go there or you can walk there. Okay. It's my interpretation. And I think they'll they'll definitely be like, you know, you, you can spend for ten trophies or whatever with their currency. Like that has to be a thing. Unfortunately. But mm. in terms of like, you know, you're gonna be fighting other people. I just in terms of like the story, you know, if Ephemer is the leader, and maybe this will change, maybe this is where, you know. It takes a dark turn. Um, but if Ephemer's the leader and we're being competitive with each other, that just doesn't sound right in it's my a, head. It sort of betrays his, what he stood yeah. for. Right? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, Kingdom Hearts is very true to their concept, their story. I, I do get somewhat, I mean, this is obviously way deep in Missing Link stuff now, but I do get somewhat sinister vibes about the whole structure oh, of this mysterious organization we don't know anything about. But again, yeah. this is very early to be talking about with theorizing on missing link stuff um but yeah no i i guess i agree with you like 
I don't know. There's still like, okay, going back to Pokemon though, like it's not, you aren't directly competing with each other unless you play PvP. Oftentimes you're actually working together with each other, but you still have the opportunity to like flex by, you've got these gyms everywhere and you can post your cool shinies there and show them yeah. off. If you, you know, even in this cooperative raid that you do together, if you throw out the shiny version of the Mewtwo instead of the, oh, lame, yeah. non-shiny version, it's, I mean, obviously you're just all there to deal damage to this boss, but you do get to flex a little bit with, oh, look how cool my shiny is as you're throwing it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you, there are still ways for the player that's either gotten lucky or forced the luck by just spending enough time and resources on it to mm-hmm. eventually strike lucky to show off. I mean, that's got... That's these yeah. life services in a nutshell, right? It's like, okay, you do want to have a level of cosmetics, even if they don't affect gameplay at all, a level of cosmetics to show off, to show, okay, well, I've spent something here that gets me, you know, above what a non-spending player gets, something that they don't have, some level of ex- exclusivity that is justifying my purchase and my, my spending money on this thing. I get to feel like it's worth it because I have some level of superiority to the player that isn't spending anything. <laughs> I mean, that's, that yeah, to me feels like no, what it boils down to sure. at the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. I spend money, like, I should have a premium experience. I should have a better experience which than I, able to do I think, it, you know, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, Yeah, if, I, I don't disagree. If you want to elevate your 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 enjoyment of the game and you, you want to buy cosmetics, then yeah. I, I think that's fair. You know, like, you can't just, like, as much as I would want a free game to be free, and to be passion driven, I do know like you have to make money somehow. Of course, like, yeah. That, that's not, just I'm I'm not. I mean, in an ideal situation, it's like okay, you you launch a project, you have a reasonable expectations of how much it makes, and you meet these expectations. Great. You want forcing players through the fear of missing out and through manipulative tactics to make your money. <laughs> you get paid because you genuinely your players recognize how good of a yeah. service this is, how good of a game this is, and they want to reward you financially for that great what experience if we make, yeah why don't we do that why don't we make a mobile game that is driven by Fair. passion <laughs> and then we and realize, then just have like hey, a donation system what if it? we have like a weekly very pray no but we and we, we make it a law and our- then like six months <laughs> in we flip the switch and we turn evil and we go <laughs> they're all in now let's like introduce well, a really difficult yeah. boss with pretty you know average rewards <laughs> behind it but they'll feel cool if they beat it first but the only way to beat it is by buying the super mega yeah, this is what you meant, right? I want to retract my. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, isn't that how it starts? Right, like Angry anymore. Birds a million years ago starts with you pay three dollars and you get this cool bird game on I your phone. The kid that it made it though, free he updates out. and it gets awesome stuff. And now, where are we now? We're at like, oh yeah, spend a hundred dollars to get a million more silly, flashy gems to maybe get a, a PNG if you're lucky. Wait, like, is that is Angry Birds still a thing? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, my memory of mobile gaming once upon a time was this oh, yeah, relatively oh, wholesome yeah. thing where you spent a couple bucks and you got an experience. It was a transaction. It was a one-time thing. And, mm-hmm. I, like, everything. I mean, it's not just, like, it's, you know, like, you know, there's well, subscription services and everything now. now ever. So, I'm not, oh, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, it's everything. limited to mobile gaming, but I feel like that's where the plague started. It started in mobile gaming with this, like, well... It started with, you know, you got to pay rent you gotta pay your water <laughs> the original bill. mobile gaming yeah Ooh, the original <laughs> subscription service Ooh, yes <laughs> yeah 
Well, it's interesting how quickly companies latch on to the, you know, you don't, and even, yeah, even companies I've worked at, it's, you want to get that hook in. You, you need the hook, you need the draw, and then you can, you can just, even if it's like five bucks a month, mm-hmm. at least you have that constant stream of, of income. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's great business plans. It's just, I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate, yeah, it just, it works. I don't think anybody refutes that. It's just, it's well, I mean, it, it does for some, but there's only so much, like, if you, if your commodity with people is time, if that's what you're either expecting time or money out of them, eventually, you know, you can't keep squeezing. There's only so much blood in that stone, right? Like if they wanted to, especially with Missing Link, right? If they wanted to be another Pokemon Go simulator, I already yeah, play Pokemon Go. How much effort? I don't particularly yeah. want to have a second one. I like what I do with that one currently. <laughs> What am I yeah. going to do? Like, well, today's a Pokemon Go day. So I get to go for my walk. And now it's like, oh, shit, I go to Missing Link now. Got to go for another walk and put get Missing Link out. Like, I don't yeah. really want to do both. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> occupied in that space. I have a walking simulator game. Well, that's not walking simulator, but... Well, I don't it know kind even, of is. But it's not, it's not the traditional <laughs> meaning of like a... One of those like Wait, do you have one of those? Home, uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you never heard of Gone Home. It's, a walking simulator is like the term for a game where it's like, oh, you're in a spooky house and you're in first-person mode and maybe there'll be like a bump and you go, oh, you'll turn around and there's nothing there. Oh, but you walk through that house yeah. and you interact with basic objects and then that's the game. And you might yeah. get some, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like there is a real-life ARG game, whatever you want to call it. I already have one of those. I don't, I'm not desperate crying out for a new one. So if they're trying to barge into the space and be like, oh, the Kingdom Hearts version of it now. I'm not yeah, desperate I'm for that experience. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's going to be more of an ARG. Right. But I guess what, that's what I'm getting at is like... Oh, there's only so much space for this to go around. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't imagine... Well, I guess... I guess, are they, I guess most Pokemon fans are... Maybe not most, but I know there is a lot of people that like Pokemon that also like Kingdom Hearts. So, I mean, if you have... Sure. You can't really split the base there, right? Uh, and I think Pokemon's pretty much in a pretty good spot. Like, I've gotten back into it, and I enjoy it. franchise in the world. Yeah, I think it's doing okay. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, they have, you have, they already have the core mechanics in place and, like, you know, minimal, you know, updates and, you know, it's constant flow of content. Like, I don't, if, Square is going to try to compete with that. I don't know if they're going to be very successful. I mean, it's like like Pokemon is lightning in a bottle. It's already an established, long-running, hugely popular series about Mm -hmm. collecting different types of monsters. And guess what? Lucky you. It already has its own system built in since the second generation of games where there's a one in, I think it's 8,192 chance that one of those monsters is a different color (laughs) than it should be. And it sparkles and it goes, ooh, and it's very rare. Hey, lucky you. You have a game that's all about going around and collecting monsters in the real world because you have this technology that you've built it upon and you can <laughs> drip feed these shinies out as well. And it is literally the perfect marriage of these two systems. Yeah. They've tried it with Pikmin and Harry Potter and all this other shit since. And it doesn't have... I mean, I'm sure it's popular to the people that so like it. Did both of those games come out? I didn't realize. Well, there you go. There's a great example. Harry Potter's been out for forever. Pikmin's been out for forever. Like, I think, was it Miyamoto Damn. talked about Pikmin... I don't know what it's yeah. called. Pikmin Go recently. He just came out and talked about it, didn't he's he? He's like, yeah, it's out still. No one's playing it, but it's, it exists. <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought that was like nope. still there. It's been out for launching. ages. <laughs> it's wow. been out for ages. That's Pikmin 4 is the one on the horizon. 
but he's, he stopped to mm. talk about Pikmin Go first. He's like, oh, yeah, I get to walk around <laughs> with my Pikmin. No, no yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's great, but like, it's never going to be the lightning in a bottle that that's like bloody Pokemon Go was. Like, it's just such yeah. a perfect marriage. Um, no, yeah, yeah, 100%. I, just, I don't know how Kingdom Hearts is going to try and... Again, like, unless it's oh, through The way they're talking about it's traveling, literally... it's like, you have to go to certain places, it sounds like. Yeah. So, I guess it could be, you know, majority of it is spent, you know, around your hub. So, you like, you can move around your area. And then, you know, once every week or once, you know, a couple times a week, you'll go to specific areas around the, around your hub. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, you know, we're in what? Early November now is the time of recording this. 2022, so. Yeah, beta is supposed to be out soon, right? 2022. Close uh, close beta, 2022. Oh, did you not? Get the invite. <laughs> oh, don't you know? Wait, did you get an invite? Fuck no. I would no. As if I could oh. keep that a secret. I can't. I can't swear. I can't. I can't give it a secret. I'm kidding. <laughs> please, please get me in. <laughs> please invite me in. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't give it such a secret. He'll never know. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I don't know why people always expect like, oh yeah, it'll be out in November. Then they said 2022. Expect December. Why would they be like? Yeah. Why would it ever be early? <laughs> <laughs> like give themselves a window <laughs> it's gonna be at the end of the window it's like everyone asking oh, i guess dark rope is cancelled then it's not out already no no we haven't reached <laughs> the end of the time on it yet it's probably still coming don't worry i guess with yeah with this though like if you're doing it 2022 you don't want to be releasing it around christmas because then you're not gonna have any support oh like but, technical support you mean yeah do you think yeah. japan rigorously observes christmas Oh, I guess that is kind of a North American holiday. Well, I'd say much more of an, a Western holiday than a... Or Western. Like, I know huh. in Australia, for example, and I guess New Zealand as well, we have, like, primary school holidays is basically December to, like, late January, early February, revolving around Christmas, because that's when our summer is, but... Ah, um, uh, yeah. Like, it's it's... I consider it quite a big deal for a Western country, but, I, again, maybe I'm ignorant... I don't, and I'm sure it's observed there. I'm sure maybe you'll, have, you'll see Christmas stuff if you walk around like shopping centers or whatever, but I mm-hmm. can't imagine it's like to the great detriment of business. Like, oh, we got to take a bunch of time <laughs> off for Christmas. Right. In Japan. And again, maybe I'm horrendously ignorant there. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Someone maybe in the comments can correct me. Um, no, I think you're right. I again, think many companies. Would. I might have taken one hell of a detour here when I started talking about Union Cross and its gameplay, but. I was getting at the idea that like, okay, Union Cross comes out on this mobile system and it's only really relatively recently come out. And I think it 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 fits quite well with the platform. For all its faults, it is a game that really does belong on that platform. Yeah. For anyone and I've I've heard it a lot. I mean, God, I've got my cutscene compilation. Every second comment is this really should have been should have been on consoles. It should get remade for consoles. Why don't we get, you know, blah 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 full console experience? And it's, it's I'm really, on board with that, actually. You want it. You want it on consoles. <laughs> okay, but here's my take on it. Right? Here we go. Okay, yeah. Now we're going to fight. Awesome. <laughs> with the Final Fantasy VII, right? Uh-huh. You had this, you know, at the time, next-gen, you know, turn-based game RPG, right? And then you bring it to today's time, and it's radically different. Well, okay, maybe not radically different, but, you know, it's real-time. 
3D graphics, fully rendered cutscenes, voice acted, all this, all that jazz. With Union Cross, and I think I, I think I floated this idea by you or Whale a couple times. It has all the elements of being a really great Final Fantasy fourteen clone. You have all the elements of you know you have your clans or your unions. You have this currency or whatever. You have the subjective that you're trying to meet. You have the story that's really great being drip fed through DLC packs and stuff. And then you, you have all your different metals that you can you know change so that it's more of a, a you know you you I guess what I'm trying to get at is it, I think it would serve really well as an MMORPG. Like I feel like you could change it enough but keep to the structure of it a bit you know mission based or whatever um or maybe not mission based but yeah i feel like that that game could be transitioned kind of like final fantasy 7 remake was into like this kind of kind of still clinging to not clinging but like paying homage to like the the original but like radically changing it that's my take so i don't know i feel like with I agree with like half of what you said in terms of like, okay, yeah, the the mechanics are all there, the skeletons are all there. And I I'll I'll expand on this later because I think maybe they could do a sequel involving these story <laughs> elements. But no, I think yeah. the story's kind of already told, right? Like the there is an end point for our playable character. They they kick the bucket, right? They're gone. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna remake it without altering the story, how do you avoid that end point? exactly so you you you, Unless you just stall right. forever you, and you never cross. give people the ending they want which is the whole reason they want it in the first place <laughs> because they want to see those emotional moments in the climax where it's like ven right. screaming and lorim screaming and everyone's having it oh shit oh shit it's, it's going down <laughs> you'd basically right. never ever get that because you can't how do you how do you have an evolving story in an mmo like that well you've got to keep making stuff for them to do right and mm-hmm. if people bitched about agrabah being too long in a mobile game, <laughs> can you imagine if they invested all that time and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to shut it down after a couple of years. You know, once, we, once we've told the story fully, then we'll pull the plug. No. Well, at that point, I don't think you'd pull the plug. Like, maybe not pull. Uh, right. You're going to pull the plug someday. But it, I feel like it would fit really well into like a you know Final Fantasy 14 where it's like, you know, ongoing. You have people who are still doing raids and like trying to max out their stuff. Yeah, there's still DLC coming out for it, but I don't know. There's still a lot of newcomers still going through the old patches. Sure, but the the new the the, the day one players and the ones that have caught up on the content, they always are looking forward to the next thing, right? Their player character has had their story. They've gone through so much stuff at this point. They've gone through a thousand DLC packs. They're the warrior of light, the warrior of darkness, the warrior of, you know, every single thing in between. <laughs> and they didn't right <laughs> they didn't die they get to do you know their story can continue until the day where they're like okay we are shutting down 14 whether that means they get to go right off in the sunset with their friends they've made along the way of the last decade or we're giving them a conclusive ending this is the final cutscene. this is the final story content right here <laughs> yeah you're dead and we're shutting the game down next month like like how do you there's incentive to keep playing the game right there's not like and maybe I'm like woefully ignorant here, but surely you give a shit about your character. That's what you're investing in, right? Right. If even if you just said they died, oh well, now you can play the old missions again forever if you want to. 
but <laughs> we can't make any more story content because, well, their ghosts can come back, I guess, and we can revive them, whatever. Like, but the well, point is, like, there's the an end to their story. Of- Unicross has had an end to its story. I don't know how you MMO that without, again, stalling the ending for forever and giving them just infinite shit to do in Disney Worlds until... Well, I mean, every story has an end, though, right? Like, right. do you have to tell the end? Can't you just tell up until you want to stop telling it? So everyone clamoring for the Union Cross remake, are they going to be happy when they don't get to see... Are the- they going to be happy regardless? No, they're not going to be happy. So. <laughs> yeah, but, then, but what are you doing it for? Why Why would you make the... Why would you want to tell the story? Do you, right, just, well, do you, you just want an excuse I- to make an MMO and hopefully suck players in that way and then just never give them an ending? Well, or never... Don't make this about money again. <laughs> but, I mean, it sort of has to be, right? No, like, no, what's the point of an MMO? It's true, though. Like, no, just I get to, it. To make regular subscription fees and charge for expansions, yeah. right? Plus cosmetics yeah. through the roof, like... And everything else you can charge for in, in, in a live, but, live service. You can make everything fully 3D and, and, and you can have cutscenes and you can, you can have cool little... You could, you could have a little Cheerithy mobile and ride around with Cheerithy and... Okay. <laughs> So it could I guess, be fun while it lasted. Okay, so where I'm getting at with that is that they set the plot point very, very clearly and said, oh, by the way, Day to Day Town got backed up. Every single person here got backed up. Yeah. So if you RPG, want to, part two. then you have a sequel where you say, oh, yeah, no, we fixed it. Everything's fine. We fit, like, Kingdom Hearts 4 comes along. Oh, we were researching these data worlds. We found this. Oh, what's that, Mickey? When you're in Skylaride Column, you found the Day to Day Town backup. Well, why didn't you say <laughs> so? Let's get that booted back up. And, oh, look at that. In their own contained little worlds, they have shitloads of Keyblade wielders, and you can be one of How them. How do you? Yeah. And you, this How is, this do you is freaking, the MMO. This actually, this, this is probably a topic for a different episode. And I feel like I've I've thought about it about how Mickey and Donald and Goofy are there in Union Cross. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what conclusion I came to. Well, I think we used to we talked about it in our pre podcast days, but like, yeah, if they want to canonize that, because again, it was only ever like a. Like it was Kingdom like a little key event, second right? or first anniversary event that then for whatever reason they included as part as the main part of the main campaign of Union Grass. Mm-hmm. And if they do want to canonize it, I feel like the only way of doing it is by making it because like Mickey does seem to be the real Mickey there. He doesn't seem to be a yeah. data copy of him. Which, I mean, I guess if it's non canon, we wouldn't know, right? And that's why Recoded is so great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. If if you wanted to make an MMO out of it and you wanted to test those waters, then yeah, I feel like you you don't remake Union Cross. You make a sequel to it. It's like yeah, we just have his day to day breakdown, and here's all our key kids living out this little simulation, whatever. Oh, we can't figure out how to fully re- restore them to life yet, but at least mm-hmm. we can. We can try. If enough Keyblade wielders develop their own hearts in the data version, then they can come back to life. Whatever excuse you need. Oh, they need to play the game, and then that's how they get revived. Yada, 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 yada. Right. I mean, I I feel like you don't set up the idea that there is a data backup, and every single person here is backed up (laughs) if you don't intend to revive that one day. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Whether it's like Kingdom Hearts... 55 and the ending is okay we fixed it the realm of light is coming back into one piece again 55 oh my god and all these keyblade wielders are going to go out and protect the world yada yada and it's you you're one of them you get to live on in the kingdom Hearts series forever you did it <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, I feel like we like a remake of these games is not likely it's, it's like 
does Square want to compete with themselves in the MMO space? Do they really want to do that? Oh, I guess not. Yeah, they're the same company. They probably wouldn't. If anything, they'd actually probably do a like a some sort of crossover. What is event, it potentially crossover event? Wait, weren't they talking about that? I, I or someone made like read a headline, of it or something, maybe, but I don't actually. Know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't see themselves rushing out to be like, oh, let's put a competing MMO. Yeah. <laughs> Already such a crowded yeah. space. Let's make another one. And make it Kingdom Hearts skin this time. Like, I'm sure there are, like, I mean, me, I'm not a Final Fantasy XIV player, despite, you know, <laughs> several attempts to get me despite, in. Which I know yeah, what, I know I'd enjoy. It. Like, I, I've said it a million times. <laughs> I know I'd love it, but I just, I am very resistant to being pulled into a game where I feel like it'd be my job to log into FF14 every so often and do my <laughs> like I, again I'd love it I would love yeah. it it'd be, it'd be the end of me because I love it so much right um and yeah I I would be forced to play Kingdom Hearts version of it I wouldn't have a choice I would just be like yeah shit alright you got me god damn it you got me <laughs> yeah. but they must internally recognize that there's a lot of crossover between 14 players and and a potential Kingdom Hearts MMO players that yeah for only sure. have so many for hours sure. in the day and can't probably can't you know, I don't know. Just, there's not enough time <laughs> until we make the technology where time is irrelevant. I guess my other thing as well is like, is it, would you not feel insulted if you're one of these two animators who spent the entire year working on Dark Road and now everyone's like, oh, cool, awesome story. God, it sucked though. This art style was the worst. Wish they told it better. Like, wish it was told in 3D assets. <laughs> Yeah, like, that would be pretty, pretty Like awful. you're just saying that, oh, it's a shitty. No, I love the art style. Yeah. I thought it fit. And yeah, I guess in a perfect world with infinite budget and time and everything else, yeah, it's a console experience and never a mobile experience. Great. Okay. Well, I, I think they like doing that. I think they like doing the different art styles. Like, I think that's just that team. Whoever, Whoever's, you know, Nomura, the game developers, the artists, like, they love doing different styles. Like even the music, like it's it's you know, it's it, it it's so creative. Like they're they're not like tied down. I feel like like they can you know make this little storybook game or make this, uh you know, uh pixel art game. You know, like I don't know. I think they enjoy doing things that are not just you know three D assets. And I mean, obviously, you know, the next couple games are gonna be that, and maybe maybe the, the next. All of them are going to be like that, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If it's me and I'm like, I'm designing, you know, you want to make a live service game because that's where the industry is headed. That's where the money can be made. But, you know, you don't want it to just be a complete cash grab. You want to at least have some sort of semblance of a story behind it or you want to do right mm-hmm. by your fans. Again, like, like we were saying before, you sit down at the drawing board and you say, okay, well, what's it about? We want to have players competing for this something. We don't know what it's called yet, but we're going to have them competing for something. Okay, what if it's light? The keyboard wielders, they're fighting for light. Okay, so now it's light. Why would they be fighting over for light? Oh, because there's these teams that are fighting over it. Okay, well, there's five teams that are fighting over light. And why are they fighting over it? Oh, because there's this guy and he's in control of him and he's actually <laughs> setting him up the entire time. And he's got this book that can tell the future. Oh, okay. So it's a, well, let's use that. It's a storybook aesthetic and we're gonna. it's going to start with this pop-up and our character is going to look like they're from a fairy tale, from this literally a fairy tale book. We're yeah. gonna, and then you, I don't know. I feel like they at least did their due diligence and like internally it does seem to follow. It doesn't just feel like a thoughtless cash grab, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. Like this, yeah. it, the art style is, I like it. I think it's very cute. I think it's very well done. And like, 
some scenes are like, I mean, again, I watched Sleeping Beauty for the first time and I'm like, holy shit, that is exactly one-to-one <laughs> how that looked in yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Like that hill with all these trees in the background, like that is identical to how it looked in that movie. They nailed mm. it. Um, and I think for the, that, oh, it's a fairy tale. Like that story they're trying to tell, it's extremely appropriate. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's invalid as an art form. Again, I here's me, the hypocrite, trying to quote-unquote improve it by um, adding voice acting to it. But I think that's... The emotions still come through just fine, like, through the visual yeah. medium that it is. Um, well, I think in audio, the, like, the music played yeah, a big part. Sure. Uh, no, I fully agree. Yes. But yeah, even... Yeah, the animations were... Yeah. And the, they did a really good job, for sure. Yeah, so imagine them being like, oh, no, just because just the fact that it is a mobile game and it's told in 2D assets, it's therefore completely invalid. Like, nope, Dark Road fails as a story because we didn't <laughs> see 3D camera, like 3D assets telling right. the story instead of, I don't know, like, again, in an ideal world, sure, go ahead and remake it. But I don't necessarily know that I want time spent doing that that could be spent pushing the series forward especially so soon after dark road like there's zero chance they remake dark road after literally just finishing it after spending all this time on it finally getting it out it's like people oh by the way remake of it yeah people are people are like already like again go to my comment section and listen to how many people are telling (laughs) you that this is great if only it was in 3d if only it was better blah 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 blah. like the medium itself is incapable of telling said story I wonder what that is. I wonder why. I don't know if it's like popular opinions just being parroted. Like I've seen. <laughs> yeah. There's some. <laughs> there are some, you know, opinionated streamers that. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> but I saw someone watching my video and they, they were getting into it and then realized that they had to be like, oh, wait, shit. I hate mobile games. This why this sucks actually and bad and oh, it should have been 3D and we deserve this. And it deserves this, and it's like uh, gamers don't deserve anything. Of, come on, <laughs> like give Sorry. me a break. <laughs> give me a break. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very funny. Like I, I think if you like commit yourself to a cause, you have to then. Oh shit! I can't deviate from my opinion. I better double down on it. Yeah. Well, I think that's. I mean, that's. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty common. Like you, you, you don't change when you hit a certain age, I think at like 26 or 25, you stop your, your brain stops developing. And so, but I think in internet culture, it's like, you know, you have to be the same person. Like you can't change. Mm-hmm. You got to stick to your guns about every opinion you ever made. And you can't change that opinion. It's very odd. It's a very odd culture. I mean, I guess that's the, I don't want to call it echo chamber, but like in a world where you can look on the internet and find exactly your opinion being reinforced. If you found someone that perfectly oh, parrots yeah. yourself, you don't have to feel challenged. You don't have to feel like your beliefs are being confronted. You can mm-hmm. just say, yep, this. And as soon as they start changing their tone, it's like, well, does that mean I have to change my tone and my opinions as well? No, I'm just going to find, don't worry. YouTube's already recommended me three guys that sound exactly like the one I'm already watching. I'm just going to go listen to them instead. <laughs> like, I feel like you just have to continually double down and that's yeah i guess i'm, I'm happy podcast, I didn't, and i'm like 
Yeah, so extremism forms, listen. right? You have to keep going further and further down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I don't fall into that category because I feel very comfortable changing my opinions. Like, sure. Or I guess I, I feel very comfortable not having very strong opinions. You know, that's... That means you're weak and spineless, and that means you you have to stick to an opinion forever and reject all new information forever. Not allowed to change. (laughs) Right. Man. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself. Kingdom Hearts, huh? Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, this is a Kingdom Hearts podcast. (laughs) All right. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've talked about it to death, but again, I do feel slightly hypocritical of being in a position now where remakes already exist and I don't, I'm happy for their existence in hindsight. No, in hindsight, I think that still happened because even though that was an agonizing wait for Kingdom Hearts 3, it was an agonizing wait for, you know, so many of the titles in this series, you know, I've been around <laughs> for a little while now in this thing. I mean, I remember waiting, not being able to sleep the night before, you know, in the week before Birth by Sleep came out. Um, but yeah. I remember being yeah, upset that I couldn't play Birth by Sleep because I didn't have a PSP. <laughs> That's why I stopped playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I frowned. Yeah, I was able to borrow my friends who had uh, hacked his PSP yeah. and I downloaded the Japanese ISO, I think. I was oh, able to damn. play it. Okay. Oh, no, that was fine. I'm like, sorry. No, no. I played the Japanese version of Days because I had one of those little flashcards and he, there was the, mm. just a ROM site easily available. And it's like, here you go. Man, Japanese version of Damo Days. The, here it is. Damo the Hacker back in. Damo the Hacker. Whenever those games released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a DS. I didn't have a PSV. But yeah, point is like, mm. I mean, remasters is a different thing entirely. I feel like remasters is like so <clears throat> much less effort. And I, I'm i sure it halts the development of the next Kingdom Hearts well, title a little bit. <clears throat> but I don't know that it yeah. drastically the way that a remake would. I feel like a remake would really slow things down. And introduce I, I think it really depends. Of, Like, yeah, sorry <laughs> to cut you off. But I know, I think I agree with you most, yeah, on, on most of that. Like, remasters, I feel like, you know, if they're done right, they're not just a soulless cash grab. Like, you know, Last of Us and, and Horizon Zero Dawn don't, to me, seem like they need a remaster slash remake, whatever you want to classify it as. <clears throat> and whereas, you know, like, Recoded, since I played that game first, I really enjoyed it, even though it was a remake. Like, yeah, now you're saying it feels hypocritical, but like, I don't know. Some things like Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, maybe it's for the new people. Maybe that's what I'm missing. All right, like, maybe people that will play KH1 Remake will be like, you know, the the 12-year-old that I was when I first played Kingdom Hearts. And they're like, they're experiencing this game for the first time. They're like, damn, this is so cool. But, you know, if they played the original KH1 game, it'd be clunky and weird. And like, you know, it wouldn't suit, you know, today's technologies. So at the end of this podcast, maybe I'm switching my stance. (laughs) But I don't think, you know, personally speaking, right. I don't, you know, remakes aren't for me. If they want to make remakes for other people, that's fine. Uh, but you know I'd rather it go towards something new that everybody can experience you know especially since they've made all the games packaged into one ready for newcomers yeah yeah and that, that is sort of what I when I envision this discussion that's kind of what I was getting at like I don't think it's for me but I'm sure there is an audience who yeah like just like you said 
I mean, I guess from personal experience, like FF7 was always thought, I always thought of it as like this classic, but it's like, oh yeah, I'll mm-hmm. get around to it eventually. And, you know, it, it kind of, it honestly has sat in my backlog for a million years and I've never got around to playing it. But like with the remake coming out, it really has invig- like um, invigorated my desire to play it, the original one, especially before part two of the remake comes out. Um, right. Whereas I guess before it, Okay, so that that's my main difference that I always wanted to bring up is like I feel like FF7 was a relatively like stagnant franchise at that point. Obviously FF, FF the greater Final Fantasy is not, but the FF7 mm-hmm. particular branch felt like okay, we're relative we're kind of done here. There's you know, obviously the story continued beyond 7 with Advent Children and then yep. Crisis Core and then Dirge of Cerberus, you know, not Crisis Core was a prequel, but you know what I mean? Um but it wasn't really going any further than that. So, okay, you have a remake, which kind of functions as a sequel and a remake at the same time. It's interesting and it's cool and it's new. Whereas the difference, again, in Kingdom Hearts, it's still going. Kingdom Hearts is still going. It's still pushing forward. There's no going back to the original well and remaking Kingdom Hearts 1. feels like insanity to me only because... Yeah, I can see that. There would be that that. temptation to... um, to change things and if if the series is still pushing forward okay well now we sort of have like two contradictory origin canon points and for such a story based series I feel like that's a problem I mean you can make the argument that now that the Ansem Secret or the Secret of Darkness saga is over they could be wanting to remake that but now like I think you said yeah (laughs) all of it <laughs> even cage three remake it it's right remake now it. remake it right now but now nah, i think with the yeah with, with how kingdom hearts is it's like you know it's it's bundled already the secret of darkness is bundled already inside of the lost master saga or yeah like you know you got the the union cross key unchained key you know you have all that story before even the secret of darkness saga starts so it's like yeah it would um yeah I retract my argument. Doesn't really make sense. It's still like an ongoing story. It's it's pretty linear and and changing, adding adding anything or remaking anything at this point would yeah throw a throw another world line in there we don't need to worry about. And that's, I guess, kind of where I'm getting at. Like it is already an established piece of law in the game that yeah you can have these contradictory timelines and it's like <laughs> like would, sword and smash. Uh, yeah, can and definitely can and because the interview said so. Remember the interview explicitly said. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tetsuya Nomura, and uh, this is canon now. <laughs> Interview over. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, when you said it at the, at the end there, maybe there are people that feel not intimidated by Kingdom Hearts, but kind of like, yeah, it's a 20-year-old game at this point. I'll get yeah. around to it eventually. I'll get around to it. And then a remake would be the impetus to be like, okay, screw it. I'm going to play this Kingdom Hearts 1 remake, and that's going to be my entry point to the series, and then I'm going to go back and play all the old ones. Yeah, like, I think coming at it from that perspective, it's like, I, I would be excited for people to be able to experience it. Mm. Uh, I almost don't know, though, like, like, it's such. I feel like the game, the old game still hold up, I guess. It would yeah. be my only thing. It's yeah. like, right, I wouldn't go play Final Fantasy VII on a whim, right? I would want to play it because I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. But that's just because of me, like, right? I'm sure there are some people that, you know, would love to experience that kind of gameplay again. 
but it's like you know for me it's it's a bit out of my well, i'm not really a gamer anymore so <laughs> so like i don't think i would enjoy going back to that kind of old style of gameplay like not not real time whereas you know kingdom hearts you know i feel like kh1 still holds up like it's you know it might be a bit clunky but I feel like it's still, you know, it's playable as is Cage 2. I mean, everybody loves Cage 2 and then Cage 3 it, it just came out. I feel like it's the most uh smooth and and best combat. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say that cuz you know, you'll get people in comments saying that's false, but I'll do it in for terms you of like right flow. Cage to better. Cage to <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but for real Cage to better. No. <laughs> <laughs> but for real like coded like honestly yeah. honestly for real i recoded is amazing it feels great the command board is beautiful um yeah i i'd say yeah one age is probably the worst in terms of like all the quote-unquote main kingdom Hearts experiences mm-hmm. um but only a little bit of clunkiness and really like for how old that game is it holds up astoundingly yeah. well. It's really incredible how well that game holds up. And it just has so much charm to it. Like, I, I'm i sure they could, but I don't really trust that you could ever capture that feeling again in a modern engine with, like, more modern Unreal graphics. Like, I mean, maybe I'm really naive saying that, but there's something about that no. art style. Yeah. The Every part of it, like, the voice acting is just so charming, like... The music kicks in just beautifully. Like everything about it is just. I'm, I'm I mean, right now picturing the ending, yeah. and I just like it's just it's just perfect. Yeah, it still the ending is yeah. so well. And, and I, I think it's just because. You, you, yeah. yeah, sorry. Go. <laughs> no, no, I keep trying to cut you off. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, I just I think it's just it comes from passion. Like you could really tell that all the people that worked on that game really enjoyed it. I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm like, you know, talking for them. But like, you know, I feel like the the game designers, like Namor, the storytellers, like everybody, got to be creative. In the music, just yeah, just amazing. Like they they were giving the given the path to you know make whatever they wanted, and I feel like that was the you know the end result of that journey. Even then, like even now, like I, as I mentioned through all our entire discussions is like all the games have like this concept and they stick to it. Like they, they have this idea that they want to do. They had the creative freedom to explore different avenues, explore different hardware, different software, different ways of like, you know, it's not, it's not like a rehash of the same mechanics like Pokemon or COD. It's like, you know, they get to do a card game or like a function based game or, you know, a command, which they did stick with the command list a lot, but, or whatever you call it. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's very clear to me that Kingdom Hearts is like their little, Square Enix's little like pocket of chaos almost. Like, you know, <laughs> they can do whatever they want with it. And, you know, it's their little experimental nook that they can have fun with. Mm. And I feel like that really shows. Like, I feel like a lot of, like, all the games that come out of that just, you know, they have, they have that charm. They have that, that fun sense of game to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, like, but uh, I don't know. After this HD 1.5 remasters, it's like, if you wanted to give it like one more coat of paint and just fix up all the scenes that didn't get fixed when that first pass, because there are still a few like fish face moments. Um, 
but I, I don't know what else you could possibly do to improve. Yeah. Without, again, without like remaking it entirely. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. it's clunky, but again, it's almost that meta thing of like, then you get into Kingdom Hearts 2 and then 3 and Sora's movement is just leaps and bounds. He's just so much more fluid mm-hmm. than he used to be. And you could read that as like, oh yeah, well, he's more accomplished as a Keyblade wielder now. He's more accomplished as a fighter. Like, he's growing up. He's this incredible heroic figure now and yeah it, it feels better like i don't know like playing kingdom hearts 1 with kingdom hearts 3's mechanics i feel like it'd just it'd just be wrong like sora magnetically yeah. pulling himself towards heartless and <laughs> like so many of the heartless were also designed around sora's moveset, honestly right? yeah like you have these guys with these big front facing shields a lot of the time whether it's the large bodies or the fat bandits or the the defenders mm-hmm. Because Sora's movement is clunky. Like, it is kind of a pain in the ass to get around behind him. Like, it's not as yeah. simple as it is in future games where it's like, okay, I'm going to either go on a quick run or I'm going to do this awesome jump and I can just yeah, do these, no, like, right. huge, wide open area attacks that are just going to do massive damage to the entire field all at once. Like, I mean, yeah, you have some of those. Um, but I, I don't know. No, just, I 100% agree. All, all, I don't know. I just don't feel like, but again, if you want that, and I really, I've been trying to mention this for ages, I keep forgetting. Um, like someone is going to do that for you. Like John Marshall, uh, was it Redraw Studios? I got his Twitter open, I had it open before and I just didn't bring it up. But th- there are people doing this for you. Like if you want to experience Kingdom Hearts, like looks like one and two in Unreal Engine, like keep an eye on guys like this that are really, really, really talented. Yeah. Um, know their way around the engine and it's obviously not going to be the full studio release that a remake would be, but I think it's going to scratch your edge. Like, this is what you're looking for. This is a tremendous, tremendous effort by a talented, passionate group of people here. And I think that this absolutely should exist. Like, people putting, you know, passion into it. Yeah, no, for sure. doesn't detract away from the creators of the actual series that can then push the series forward and don't have to keep retreading old ground. Like, great mm-hmm. if you want to move on to make a day's remake uh, you know remake next avoid square you know <laughs> avoid square's band hammer <laughs> sure but more, please more power to you go for it absolutely go for it yeah um yeah i don't know i've i think i've said it a million times but yeah i'm like again hypocritical if i don't want any more remakes but i think the series is in a great place right now every single game it's available on a modern day console. You can go mm-hmm. to YouTube for the two mobile games. It's not asking you to buy another console to play them. You just have to go to a, you have a mobile phone, either get them for free on your mobile phone or go to YouTube and watch them that way. If you don't want to like actually download and play the game. Again, like I feel like my version of Union Cross is probably better than the in-app version because the cutscenes are in <laughs> my personal preference, a better order, but whatever. Obviously I'm clearly biased. Oh, you got that. It's a fully voiced one coming out soon. Fully voiced one coming soon, baby. Um, from Square's point of view, they have a they have a way where you can play every single game in the series right now in an acceptable form. You don't have to track down an ancient ass console like with Days and um, RE Coded and with Birth by Sleep mm-hmm. or even Chain of Memories. Like, I think that's what I always used to think. Is like from Square's point of view you can easily catch up on all the content that you more or less need to know if you want to get the full experience out of the latest game. If you want to play yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 and you haven't played 
any of the preceding games, even I recreated, <laughs> you are missing out a little bit, right? You're not hey. getting the full story. <laughs> so from their point of view, I don't see them ever doing a remake because from their point of view, okay, you have access to it. You can do whatever you want. You can go ahead, yeah, play every single game on the, on your PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, or PC, and get them for free on mobile. Everyone's got a phone, and if you don't, if you've got YouTube, you can experience these stories. I just can't see them making remakes for him. Yeah, nah. uh, yeah. Unless they like wrap up the series and want to reboot it from scratch, and there's, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't see it. Yeah, nah. but yeah. But again, passionate fans are going to step up and scratch that itch, which I think is a perfect, a perfect happy medium. And then Square gets to yeah, keep pushing nah. forward to the rest of the series. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's yeah important to note. Yeah, people are going to do it. And that frees up the, you know, Square Enix to, to explore the new stuff that they want to create, which I think is, yeah, like you said, a good happy medium. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that quick summary is my thoughts on it, that, you know, it took two hours and a half to get there, well, two and a quarter <laughs> hours to get to that point, to get arrive at that summary. And some philosophy and other <laughs> discussions. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. Um. Well, if you've watched slash listened to it this far, thank you very much. We do appreciate you guys enjoying this little series that we're doing. Um, Yeah, same again. If you would like to maybe leave topics for us to explore in future episodes, um, we're always interested. Like I said, we've got our little board that we do draw from, um, but we do like to hear what you would like us to talk about. Um, Yeah, I think Water and I are just both very appreciative. And anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Uh... I don't think so. Oh, I think, yeah, we, we've just both been busy. We wanted to do this a bit more regularly, but, you know, work and, and life get in the way. But, yeah, we appreciate everybody that's been leaving, uh, you know, comments and views and, you know, enjoying what we've already put out. And it's, yeah, it's really, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> cool to think that people are excited to hear us just ramble about random stuff. So, thank you. <laughs> We did get a comment last time that was sort of talking about hopefully summarizing or condensing these conversations, but yeah. I think that's sort of the point. Like we do both make scripted content when we're free and this is this is sort of the discussions that lead to that content. Like we have we used to mm-hmm. talk to each other all the time, especially if we had an idea we wanted to bounce around with each other and that stuff then leads into the scripted stuff, which is like far more condensed. But this is yeah. just I don't it's really kind of know how to condense it. I mean, apart from that summary yeah. I think right at the end there, like that's my, okay. Right. That's my thoughts. Just click that part and make end. it a short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, do you want to listen to the whole two hour thing? No, <laughs> or I skip to like this part in the podcast is basically what, what we, right. the conclusions we sort of reached, but. Yeah. I wish um, we could somehow do it, but honestly, yeah, we just the amount of projects that we're both doing and, you know, we have work in real life too. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a good little, interlude like you know a way we can explore ideas and concepts you know even though we don't have the time to sit down and make scripted videos all the time so yeah especially hopefully we get back into it but yeah as as for right now this is a good way for me to also just kind of i don't know enjoy talking about kingdom hearts again and also get out some content for people to hopefully enjoy yeah 100 percent um i'm in the same boat like right now all my focus is going on creating that fan dub and as much as i'd like to get scripted content out i something has to give like i've only got so much free time outside of work and life things um so yeah this is a nice way of like we can just talk about our thoughts 
yes, it's not nice and scripted, but and it, yeah, granted, it <laughs> is short. quite long. It's not for everyone, but we don't do it yeah. that frequently to the point where it hopefully becomes overwhelming. <laughs> and again, people, yeah. like, listeners only have so much time in their day, but um, mm-hmm. you know, we don't expect you to listen to it all in one hit. Like, if you want to, again we're happy for you to listen to any of it, let alone the entire thing. But if you want to take it, you know, step by step and listen to a little bit at a time, well, that's, that's great. We're not going to flood your inbox with these things every single day. I mean, we're going to try and probably struggle to get (laughs) to a month out. Our initial, our initial goal. (laughs) Just how busy we both become. We've we've failed at that really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just, yeah. I just want to say thank you again for everybody that's, you know, listened so far. The reception has been really great and Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it is, I really do love talking about Kingdom Hearts and Water is a great guy to bounce ideas off. And I'm sure he enjoys oh. it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I always love our chats. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get craft. some. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Especially when you talk about uh, not liking Recoded or Can't that the story is pointless. <laughs> it's like but pointless. No, yeah, we're, we're hoping to have some uh, guests compare. I mean, compare it. Okay, no, fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. Okay, I'm just going to leave it though. But yeah, anyway, we, uh, I think we want to have some guests on soon. Um, so yeah, I guess look forward to that when that, you know, maybe someday happens. But, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to add, Demo? I think we should call it there, my friend. All right, buddy. Yeah. You get some sleep. I'm going to go make some dinner. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for yeah, listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All the best, guys. Bye.